Hi, uh, my name is Raf. I am playing Grinna, a barbarian human, uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I, um, I'm playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinna. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tithla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Hello! <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Archives. It is wonderful to see you all once again. We are back. Back doing Curse of Strahd, and we are very, very excited. I had a wonderful holiday. I had to be physically dragged away. It was so good. Um, but I am also very excited to be back doing more D&D &D and back here being a DM once again. I have to say, if there was one thing I missed on my holiday, it was running and participating in D&D &D sessions. So I am very pleased to be back. Um, before we jump into our session, really quick announcement. We have a, uh, a very exciting event coming up this Sunday, the Collector's Market. If you happen to live in Brisbane, Australia, and you are free this Sunday, why not head over to the Distillery Road Markets in Eagleby and come and check out some live D&D. I will be there uh, playing D&D live on stage as a tiefling sorcerer. I will be in cosplay as my character. We all have to get dressed up as our characters. If you are on the Discord, you will have seen a quick uh, test costume I put together uh, over the weekend just to try it out and make sure it all looked okay. Minus the face paint, uh, contact lenses and fangs because I only bought day like one day contact lenses for the tiefling eyes. I wasn't going to buy a whole bunch. I figured this is a one-off event and I don't need cat's eyes multiple days, but maybe I should have bought... Yeah, Jacob's saying I should have bought multiple. You're right, Jacob. I've let everyone down. Um, but yeah, if you if you happen to be free, come and check it out. It's going to be loads of fun. Um, there's going to be uh, loads of really, really cool uh, events on during the day, not just the live D&D. We're going to be starting at, I believe it's about 10.30. Yeah, 10.30. So it's going to be absolutely fantastic. There's going to be five of us there. Christian from Hermes D&D is going to be running the session. And if you are looking at Twitch right now, you will see the link is suddenly appearing in chat. Otherwise, it is in the in the pinned comments on YouTube or in the description for the podcast. It's going to be so much fun. So please, if you are in Brisbane and you wanted to come and watch some amazing fun live D&D, come and check it out. It's going to be really cool. And afterwards, come and say hi. I'm going to be hanging around, checking out the different stalls. There's loads of really cool stalls that are going to be on there, including a lot of um, uh, accessories for D&D. I am desperately in need of a really cool new uh, DM screen. I've still got my original DM screen that I bought, I think it was like five years ago, six years ago, that is starting to fall apart a bit. So I'm going to get a really nice wooden one if I can. I believe Wootenforge, who make really cool wooden D&D accessories, are going to be there. So I'm going to go check out their stuff. Um, but yeah, come and say hi. I'll stay in costume so I'm easy to recognize because um, taking contact lenses out in a public place, uh, I mean, I'm no expert, but uh, it doesn't sound very hygienic to me. Um, 
yeah, so I will I will stay in my costume for the whole time. So please come and check it out if you, if you happen to be in Brizzy. It's going to be really fun, and I can't wait to see you guys there if you do happen to be there. Um, oh, I do believe it is fifteen dollars entry to the markets to help support the uh, all the different stores that are running there. Small price to pay for some incredible entertainment, some uh, really really cool market stalls, and a really cool D and D session. So I hope to see you guys there. Yeah, come say hi. That's pretty much the only announcement I have to share. Um, we're once again, obviously, joined by Josh from Roll Together RPG, who is now, um, I think it's fair to say, main cast <laughs> at this <Yeah>. point. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably fair that's to say. You. You, you've, told me, you've, told me, you've told me a couple of times that this will be your last session. This will be your last session. I'm like, that's <laughs> For a second, I thought you were serious. I was like, I don't remember that. Am I having like dissociative moments again? <laughs> and then, that's again. What? Nothing. So yeah, we're very excited to have Josh back for uh, Roll Together RPG. Again, if you're watching our stuff and you haven't gone over to the Roll Together RPG at twitch.tv slash Roll Together RPG or uh, at Roll Together RPG on YouTube, please go do and share some love to uh, that amazing channel. They have some awesome, awesome sessions. A really cool campaign currently running, which you are DMing, I believe, Josh. No, this one is... Uh, I'm playing in this one. It is a Feywild, Feydark-based game with lots of dreams and drugs oh my two favorite things not, that's, that's probably not a good way to promote it but hey <laughs> my two favorite things i heard that what? uh isn't isn't there a isn't there a new campaign coming that you are dming or am i getting my wise that's, al that's already been and gone that's on youtube though oh it's up on youtube perfect make sure you go and check it we out only, on YouTube. we only do our campaigns in four parts so oh okay perfect i knew i knew there was something i knew it was coming but i didn't realize how slow i was to getting to it so it just shows how long i've been here that's a good point. True. That is a good point. Uh, well, let's chalk it up to that so I don't look like an arsehole and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll work with that heading forwards. Um, alrighty. Now, because we had a week off, I will do a very thorough recap to get us back into the zone for tonight's session. But um, that's all the fun announcements I had to share. Unless there was anything else anyone had that they had to share that was fun, exciting, mundane, piddling, meandering. No, cool. All right, great. <laughs> just, oh, I'll yeah, just a quick one. <laughs> Paxos was this weekend. Very yes, fun. it was. Good fun. Did you go? I was there all three days. Uh, yeah, had a great time. Would highly recommend Paxos to everyone and anyone who has any vague interest uh, in the gaming world, be that video games, tabletop, all that sort of stuff. I know that now it's too late and you should have thought about it earlier. Yeah. I should have uh, should have told Simon to keep an eye out for you. Simon, who is one of the long-term players, was also there, I think, two of the three days. I should have told him to keep an eye for yep. you. He, um, apparently there was a wall you could write on, and so he graffitied on that wall the Lost Archives in as large a space as he could physically take up and was asked politely to leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 fucking legend. <laughs> uh, that was a Twitch wall. That was yes. on the Twitch booth. So, even Fantastic. better. Hey, Twitch. That's outstanding. What a legend. And, Jacob, what, do you, what did you do for the uh, to help promote the channel? I went and played a one-shot Call of Cthulhu. Um, nice. Went and did something different. Uh, didn't mention you guys at all. And right. just stayed by myself the whole time. Fantastic. Awesome. That's the support I want to see from everyone here. That's um, commitment. That's commitment. Uh, perfect. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> Brilliant. I mentioned the stream to everyone who asked. And so how no many one. people was that? No. No one asked. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> Brilliant. So <laughs> Wonderful. Um, I, as always, you're a valued member of the team and what you bring to the table, no one else does because they bring something. So uh, <laughs> let's get started. <laughs> I'd hate Sorry. to double up with someone. It'd be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. 
Our series has been following the adventures of the Tempest Adventuring Guild, specifically a new team consisting of Theo, Luther, Jonor, Grinna, and Tithla. Having become trapped within the realm of Barovia while searching for some missing adventurers, the team have been moving westward in search of a way to escape these lands. Their journey has not been made alone, though. In the town of Barovia, under the shadow of Castle Ravenloft, they befriended Ismark and his adopted sister Irina. Travelling with them to the town of Alaki, the team also soon met up with Killian, an adventurer from a distant land who has now joined the party. Leaving behind Valaki, the team are now on their way to the town of Kresk. Travelling well into the night, the party stumbled across a Vistani camp and, despite some reservations, decided to spend the night sharing their fire. During the evening, the team were invited to receive a reading from Madame Ava, a Vistani seer travelling with this troop. Madame Ava revealed herself as a powerful divination mage, demonstrating foresight and knowledge of the past, present, and future of the various party members. The team learns that they are currently pawns in an elaborate game being played by two powerful entities, one being Strad von Zarevich, and the other currently unknown to them. With Madame Ava's rather unsettling words lingering in the party's mind, they continued their journey at first light. Deciding to deviate via the nearby lakeside, the group stumbled across an old wizard's tower standing on a small island off the shore. Moving closer, the team discovered a wagon parked out the front, but no sign of any people nearby. After solving a magic puzzle to open the tower door, the party began to search the interior for clues. It quickly became apparent, though, that the tower had been used as a base of operations for someone until fairly recently, evidence pointing to the previous occupant being Rictavio, a half-elf traveller that the party had interacted with previously. Finding many notes detailing the activities of many noteworthy individuals, the team were excited to open a rather ornate chest smelling faintly of lavender. To their surprise, however, the chest held only two items, a preserved human head and a spell scroll of Speak With Dead. Deciding to head back outside the warded tower so that they could cast the spell on this head, the team were surprised to find they were no longer alone. Waiting for them, at the bottom of the tower was a woman in her early thirties, long, dark, braided hair framing a tanned face. As she adjusts her grip on a heavy crossbow pointed at the party, she speaks in a soft voice. All right, that's far enough. Who are you lot? What are you doing in this tower? Why are you following me? And that is where we left off last session. We jump straight back in. You see the crossbow moving very like, very slightly so that its tip is always pointing at the last person who moved. As you kind of stand there in the entryway to the tower, the door swung open. The stone golems are behind you, having just lowered the elevator platform down from the top floor. This woman narrows her eyes as she gazes across each one of you, not seeming to recognise your faces, and looking a little bit confused as she does so. It is okay, madam. You do not need... There is no cause for violence. We are not following you. It is a pure coincidence that we arrived at this tower. I've been in these lands long enough to know that there ain't no such thing as coincidence. If you believe in that, you end up dead. But tell me, who are you? What are you doing here? We are the Tempest Adventuring Guild. We are on our way to the town of Kresk. And we just came from uh, Valaki. We've only just come through this way. I take it that you have been hiding out in that caravan there, haven't you? This is my wagon. I but I only just got back. 
You haven't been in there, have you? No, no, we have not. But something is following you or something. Is that you getting you being stalked by creatures and stuff like that? <laughs> are you are you kidding me? Have you not spent a single night out in the wilds of these lands? Everything here wants to kill you. I've just been doing my best to survive. And look for my Where's... master. Mostly we spend. Oh, sorry, sorry, you... Mostly we uh, spend oh, our time in towns because it is uh, much safer. But yet, who's I mean... who is your master? Could call him a hunter. Half elf. Black hair swept back as a giant white wolf that he travels with. Oh, I think that's Rictavio, is it not? Is that the name he's going by these days? Right, Rictavio uh, it is then. I'm sorry, I think she means Winter, the wolf. Well, we did meet that one. That's right. Yeah, Winter. Winter, that's the wolf's name. So you have met him. How long ago was this? Was this in Valaki? Well, we met him before we left. So, like, there was at least two or three days before when we last saw him. Yeah, Tithley, you would know that it's been about three days since you last saw Rictavio and Winter. And you helped them escape the town after Winter I was uh, revealed. Can I do an insight check on this woman? Because she yeah, says... Yeah, I was just... I was about, uh, maybe we shouldn't be telling her about Rictavio. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, let's not immediately dive and just divulge everything. Well, they're doing that. Tithley goes, yeah, we helped them get out. Oh, um, God. this is enough? We did not know this lady? But... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Tisla. What's your name? Esmeralda. 13 for Joan or 12 for Luther. As she says her name, 15 for Theodore. Um, I'll do Luther and Joan all together, then we'll do Theodore. Um, yeah, I mean, you definitely get the sense that some of what this woman has said is not a lie, but is obfuscation. When, she, when, when you guys said, what's after you? And she said, oh, well, everything in this land is dangerous. I mean... That's not a lie, but she's not answering your question at all. She's just deflecting. That would stand out to you straight away. But everything else that she says, I, she sounds genuine. I mean, she looks like she is a little bit afraid. There's a sort of a, a very slight rise and fall of the chest as if she's been breathing heavily quite recently. Um, you can see very briefly, just as you glance her up and down, scratches and cuts along her forearms and sections where her uh, dress is torn she's wearing this like layered traveling um, almost like a, a traveling dress layers of of leather armor have been stacked on top of this otherwise quite colorful red and orange uh outer dress covering underneath uh proper uh like pants and tunic so clearly she's wearing like heavily layered clothes and, and protective padding but there are sections where the cloth is torn and ripped as if she's been either attacked or has been moving through an area where tree branches or, or undergrowth has caught and, and ripped it. So rough terrain, dress. probably. Yeah, possibly rough terrain. Um, Theodore with a 15. When she used the word master, there's an unconscious sudden grimace that she makes when she says that word, as if that wasn't quite what she meant to say. But rather than go back and correct it, she's just carried on and pushed through it. As if it was sort of like a, a slip. She didn't quite mean to let that out. As in, I, would it be that Ricavio is not her master? 
or more that she didn't want us to know that Rictavio was her master. More like she regrets the choice of words. It's not like a, a grimace of pain as if she's uh, gone against some spell. It's not like a grimace of... Uh, it's more like a sudden moment of, ah, oh, I didn't mean to say it like that. And that sort of like moment of embarrassment, I would say. A quick, quick flash of embarrassment. Can I also check, um, from a militaristic standpoint, this is one woman alone out here. Yeah. Obviously, she's able to handle herself to some degree, but does she look capable enough with her crossbow, with the armor she has on, to be surviving out here on her own? Or is it more likely that she has other people around with her? Yeah, I'd say you could do investigation, insight, or perception. And depending on which one you roll, I'll give you a slightly different summary. So if it's perception, it's sort of what you see. Insight. 23. The way she holds herself, there's a confidence there. Even though she's slowly sort of like moving the crossbow very subtly backwards and forwards to whoever the last person to move was, the way she moves, the way she stands and holds herself, there's a confidence there, Grinner, that speaks to someone who knows how to deal with situations that might resolve in, in violence. She looks like someone, she, she stands very confidently. She has a very wide stance with her legs ready to deal with the brunt of the crossbow as it looses. And you can see that she's actually modified sections of this crossbow. When she fires, she does not have to reload. There is a cartridge attached to the top of it that looks like it will automatically reload her crossbow for her. She could get a number of bolts off pretty quickly without too much problem or hassle. How many? You're not sure. Could I look around to see if there's anybody else? Absolutely, yeah. Perception or investigation check, Killian. 100%. Yeah, that's really well. That's a 21. 21. As you quickly glance around, Killian sort of mm. leaning forwards out the, the steps of the tower, glance up around you. I mean, you are attuned enough to danger in Barovia to know that it's not just danger on the ground you need to look out for. There are dangers in the sky as well. And as you glance around, look across the lake, you see no signs of any other people. Um, the only signs of people you can see are right at the far edge of the lake where you left the um, the Wachter boy. Um, oh my god, uh, whose name has just escaped me. Um, and Nikolai. his sister Stella. Nikolai, thank you. Nikolai Wachter and Stella mm. Wachter as well as their guards. You can see Killian that they've actually moved slightly back up the road. That immediately tells you that either this woman, Esmeralda, was here or she managed to get past them without them noticing her. Which is pretty impressive too. Right, so you do know. You do know. Rictavio is calling himself? Stupid name. How long ago was this, Goblin Girl? You said two nights? Three nights? Well, that was was before we left town. When did we leave town? Was it a day ago? Was it today? Mm -hmm. It feels like there it all just goes together. We left oh, yesterday. Right. We saw him about three days before that. So, five, Look, one, is, two, three. That, about four days ago. Esmeralda, as at this point, I, if you want to keep having a friendly discussion with us, maybe lower the crossbow. I feel like we can probably talk better without a, a bolt pointed at my face. You might talk better, but you also might talk less truthfully. So... No offense, but I'll lower I, the crossbow. I don't think you understand interrogation technique if you think that um, threats of physical violence gets you truth rather than just the answer you want to hear. Wait, I'm sorry. Were you, 
was that crossbow pointed at us? I thought yes. you were just holding it. How dare you? you see, I, I thought, thought you we might friends. be very friendly. You see, you've hurt my friend's feelings now. She's a very sensitive young goblin, and you've been quite rude. I'm sad. Can you make me a persuasion check, please, Theo? I can indeed. It's not a bad persuade. That's not bad. That's that's. <laughs> that's not bad. You watch as she kind of like is hovering on the edge mm. of making a decision. Seventeen. She reaches down, clicks a button under the crossbow, and as she lowers it down, you see that the string is still held taut. The the bolt's still in place, but rather than falling out as she lowers the crossbow, the bolt stays exactly in position, almost as if she's locked that bolt in position, ready to go. She holds it down against her leg, puts a hand on her hip, and then slowly pulls back the outer layer of her dress to show underneath the tunic that she's wearing has a knife belt with about nine silver-bladed daggers strapped in across the chest. I will use these if I have to, trust me. I know how to. Yes, and with all due respect, there are six of us and a, a small dragon somewhere. I think we... Hey, Jacob, he's back just out. behind you. You see, this is Dracob. Um... Truthfully, I think I, I back us in a fight, but I also do not want this. So how about we start being friendly instead of stabby? Or shooty. Like, I'd like that too. You must be outlanders. You've not been here long, I'm guessing. I don't know if you've not seen a family of satyrs around to, to make more of me. So I, I guess that's a fair assumption. I thought you might be some sort of mongrel folk from the Abbey. Is it from the Abbey in Kresk? Aye. The one with the nice healer man that will cure my friend of her burns? Yeah, you'll be fine. What do you mean, mongrel folk? This does not sound like what a nice healer would would do. It's not. It's not what he's doing. You you really don't know about. I, I don't have time as, to as explain that. We, we are outlanders. Um, I think we established this very recently. Yeah, I, I don't have the time nor the patience to explain to you every facet of life here in Barovia, but take it from I, me. Oh, this ad- is one very specific facet? Th- th- there are creatures here. They're part human, part animal. They're called mongrel folk. <laughs> some of them are born that way. Some of them, are, it's a curse. It's a long story, but the abbot does his best to look, look after them. It's, the, the abbey's oh. been turned into some sort of like pl- place for them to stay. He, well, this does sound like a nice yellow man, then. I... Yeah, sure. If you're looking to get yourself healed, I mean, I don't know of anyone around here with gifts such as him, but just watch yourself. He's a strange one. I've not had the pleasure of meeting him face to face, but from the notes that my mentor took on him, there's more to him than meets the eye. If you're heading that way, watch your backs. Bit of friendly advice for you here. Those uh, mongrels, are you saying they're uh, interesting creatures? They're like just like people, or they have a little bit more cynicism to them? They're sinister. They're kind of like people that have been warped by magic. They, they, they have like animal parts to them. Normally, they're they're much more. I, look, I, I assumed you were a mongrel folk, but you're strangely symmetrical for one. So if you say you're what, a, a satyr, I believe yeah, you. This is correct, yes. And for your reference, I'm considered quite handsome back where I'm from. Very handsome. See? <laughs> she, she just sort of like gives you a little bit of side eye. 
nods once, and then mm. as she sort of like lets her gaze drop, she notices Theo that you you are quite scantily dressed. Uh, I, I I really am. <laughs> <laughs> two faint pinpricks of colour just brush at her cheeks before she sort of shakes her head and looks back up towards you. Anyway, they're they're like part they're like human humans afflicted with with like some sort of like animalistic curse like they might have like a duck's foot on one leg and like a bear claw on their left arm and and then like one frog eye it's random and chaotic and misshapen the ones i've seen anyway where do they keep coming from it's not it's not that they just keep like appearing or anything the most of them are the the result of the offspring of other mongrel folk i mean they're almost their own own people at this point i hear they've been around here for a very long time the abbot did his best to gather them up but I know there might still be some out wandering the wilds. Look. Well, this is a turn I did not expect. No, it is it is not um look, you answered our question, so fair is fair is fair. I suspect you have something you'd like to ask us. Yeah, what are you doing here? How did you know to come to this tower? Did did he send you? Did Ritavio tell you to come here? No, we just walked past it and happened to see and thought it'd be interesting to investigate. How did you open the door? I mean, it has instructions on the front of it. They're runes, aren't they? They're dance moves. You got dancing. <clears throat> she like, storms up towards you, the crossbow. I mean, this is a large wooden crossbow that she's holding with various metal components. She moves it around quite easily as she strides towards you rapidly. There's probably a moment as she just starts marching towards you maybe like oh is this about to get a bit spicy and she's <laughs> ignoring you she pushes past you shoves you guys aside and glares at the door angrily and goes that lying sack of shit <sighs> I thought it looked like pose it fucking <clears throat> ass <laughs> I'm sorry it's busy bearer of bad news to be honest, so it's do you, kind of in keeping with his character. So it kind of sounds like you expected us to be here. Is that? No, I wasn't expecting you, to find you, know you out us. here. So you've you've never heard of us before? No, I don't know who you guys are. Tempest Adventuring but, Guild. But kind it's of a, bit, a big deal. It's a bit pretentious, <laughs> isn't it? Calling yourself Tempest Adventuring Guild. You oh, look more like a light breeze to me. I'm not actually affiliated with the guild itself. I sort of joined them here. In in Korea. And they tried to buy me, and so I wasn't joining, but I tagged along. I'm not going to touch that no, with a 10 foot uh, pole. That's not how it happened, I think. Not I'm the not. guild didn't buy, try to buy you, only Jonor did. I'm not I touching I'm not, I'm not touching this. I don't, I don't care. From my mum. I don't care. I, don't, I, I couldn't care less. Um, I, I got notified when you started poking around my wagon. I, I've got a. So, you haven't actually been in the tower? No. Haha, <laughs> we got in. <laughs> she, she looks down at you, Titha, with a withering glare as she brushes past some of her dark curly hair over one ear and looks down at you. Um, you can see that her eyes are this sort of like a dark blue, almost purple kind of colour. And as she gives you this withering glare, Titha turns and her Tithla mouth down. Just- has the biggest grin on her face standing there so proud up tall and straight <laughs> shit eating grin <laughs> well done thank you uh, i um would like to show her the head and ask her if she knows who this is 
Jesus. We didn't do that, by the she way. Say Jesus, she say by Lysander. And she like reaches for one of the daggers as you just pull out a severed oh. head and hold it up. <laughs> Why does it no, smell no. of lavender? What is wrong with you, sick we fucks? We did not do that. We found that in the tower. It was in a in a box yes. made of lavender wood. Why would why would he have a head? Was there anything else in the box? A skull of speak was dead. Give me that head. Uh, not quite yet. Okay, then hold it up so I can take a look. I hold it. She like leans in, closes her eyes and sniffs a little bit and goes. So that's what the necrophage oil was for. Right, th the lavender, I, I think he's just made it. I think he's just used that to make it smell nice. Rictavio's, I mean, he's a bastard, but I don't think he wanted to have a rotting head in his in his chest. The lavender's to make it smell nice, and also to mask the smell of underneath. I don't know if any of you are keen, keen sense of smell, but uh, if any of you are familiar with necrophage oil, they've coated, he's coated the head in it. it. It provides this sort of magical enchantment. You can cast Speak with Dead on just this head. It will answer questions, but more importantly, it will remember what it's been asked previously. It keeps a continuous memory. It's a type of necromantic energy. This is very handy. Um... It's very heady. What? You you mentioned that our friend Rictavio wasn't. You didn't know him as such. Um, I know him by a couple him of names. You called him your master and your mentor, but then uh, you speak very lowly of him. Not so I'm master. Just... Sorry, that's it's an old habit. He used to make me call him that when I was a young girl. Mentor. That sounds weird. Can I take that back? Sorry, I, w I was apprentice to him. He's a he's a master hunter. What does he hunt exactly? He didn't tell you that? Not exactly. We meant to meet back up, but then someone started a coup. Um, this little Godless. little gnome Godless. called Raspip started all, all this trouble in, in, in Valaki, and we had to sort that out. And Wait, you know the Dark One? Raspip? Yeah, was, we, we are very familiar with nah, the Dark One. I was kidding, I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I was untold work. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I, I, I know him by many know. names. <laughs> Like the weeping of wives, the lamentation of children, like he who kills without mercy. I, he's got the many lamentation of children. The lamentation, <laughs> lamentation of children. I, it's a big word with a lot of syllables, Jacob. I understand. Like I Sorry, I, all I think about is food. Yeah, that's where that's I'm true. at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she doesn't say any of that, obviously. Um, it's canon now. It's canon now. <laughs> the dark one. The dark one. <laughs> the dark one stirs. <laughs> the Alzheimer, Lord of the Shadow. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. He is the dark urge. Yeah, yeah, he is the dark urge. Um, no, I, I, I don't know any anyone by that name. I, it, so, it's, just, it's kind of weird that you... I, I mean, I've been searching for him for months. And you just stumble across him, and then you stumble across his hideout? Yes, yeah. like I said, a strange coincidence. Yeah. I think he had been scoping us out, though, admittedly. When we came to Velaki. Like a kind of a so... big deal. <laughs> I'll tell you this for free. Rictavio? Can't fully trust him. He's got his own agenda, his own war that he's currently fighting and he will sacrifice anyone and anything to achieve his goals. You asked what well, he was hunting? Creatures of the night. Vampires, werewolves, ghouls, ghosts, zombies, things that bump in the night. Well, we've killed them. a couple of vampires. Have you now? That's yeah. not just an idle boast. True vampires, not the 
spawn they create when they kill someone. Yeah. One of them might have been. Yeah. One was definitely a spawn, but the other one sort of flew in and came from the night sky and attacked us. He was a what handful. What did you say his name was? Aramis or something like that? Yeah, Aramis. Sorry, you killed Aramis. Yes. Well, I mean, destroyed. He was attacking Velaki and killing innocents, so we acted. I think I might have misjudged you a lot. You're not as useless as you look. Told you. Excuse me? What? (laughs) If you you genuinely killed Aramis, you gotta know there's a storm coming for you, right? He's a member of the Baron's court. I, I think we've had that storm coming for a while. I, we've heard a lot about this Baron, this Count, and he seems to have his eyes or his sights set on us. So... Wait, who, who are we talking about? The dude in the oh, big we don't say cast that we walked past? Don't, I would not recommend you speak his name. I, I don't believe that he can hear when his name's called, but best to be safe anyway. You never know who might be listening. Rhymes with Bard. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned he has a court, and uh, this vampire was part of the court. Is this a, a large evil court? or? I don't know how many members there are. I believe that was one of the things Rictavio was currently trying to find out when he left me behind. We were supposed to be doing this job together, but he told me that for my own good, I uh, needed to look into something else. Sent me on a wild goose chase when I found out what he'd done, that he'd left me behind. I tried to follow him, and he's been staying two, three steps ahead of me this whole time. Slippery little bastard. But why, why are you bothering, though, right? But you, you need to catch up with him. What for? Because he, he trained me. Trained me to follow in his footsteps. Trained me to fight and kill and then abandoned me. I want to know why. This was my fight too. Did he also teach you how to decapitate heads and then use necromantic oil to then drown them in it? No, no, he doesn't taught me how to do that. He keeps his own fucking Could we get some context on that? Do you know anything about what's actually happening with that particular situation? Because that's a little bit alarming. Yeah, he he told... I, I, I can tell you what I remember from my alchemy lessons. He told me that you could use various substances to create variant spell effects. And one of those was necrophage oil, a very rare oil that you brew from various monster parts. Boil it down and apply it to... Uh, you can apply it to a whole corpse you, to, to keep it fresh. I, but this was this was in the context of these are things necromancers do to how to spot a necromancer so that you can kill them. I didn't know he was practicing this stuff too. This is a darker turn. I I should also say that the tower is in a bit of a ruin. Are you aware of that? Yeah, I I know. I tried to climb up and get in the side, but it's protected. If the things detect you climbing in from the top, they attack. Uh. Also, uh, why why don't we just ask the head what he's doing here? Well, yes, we can do that. I would also like to know, given he was a hunter of vampires, why when Falaki got attacked by vampires, Rectavio didn't think to, to pitch in, but now that I think about it. I don't know. You have to ask him. 
When I catch up to him, I'll be asking him a lot of fucking questions. I can add that to the list. Well, yes, we saw him about three days ago, three, four days ago in the town of City of Velaki. What was he doing there? Do you know? Uh, he was camping. He was he was camping well, in Velaki. He well, was I in mean, the town. In the cave outside. He was in the town, but then his winter wolf got found. Had to bolt with it outside, so they camped outside. I gave him a signal whistle, actually, but we never were able to reconnect. Wasn't he trying to convince us to go into old mate's house or something? Did, didn't hmm. he want us to go to the Count's place and have dinner with him or some shit? Am I remembering that right? Uh, I got I knocked on the head. I think that was last night. Yeah, that was Madame Ava. You might that be was Madame Ava. Ava. <laughs> It was four days ago. Right. It's okay, it's okay, Grinner. It was a, quite a big night. It, I've had a lot of knocks to the head recently. But that's no more than usual, though. No, it's a little bit more than usual, but I'm, I'm dealing I'm so with sorry. the day rubbish. I had no idea. I'm, I'm really day sorry day. about that. It's all right. I'm getting used to it. I don't feel it anymore, if that helps. We love you. I'm <laughs> Tithla. Tifla, shut up. <laughs> okay. Right. I guess I'm going to be heading for Valaki then. Are you lot headed back? No, you wouldn't be. You just left there. Kresk, you said the Abbey? Yes, to Kresk. See, see the Abbey, yes. Good luck. If you see Rictavio, tell him I'm looking for him. No, don't, actually. Tell him to come back to this fucking tower that you, you went in and you saw there was some uh, crazy shit happening and he needs to get back to his stuff ASAP. Did you not want to stay while we talked with his head? Oh, are you going to do that now? I think Why so. Why not? Yeah, go. Let's fucking do it. Let's go. Someone, I can't cast spells. Someone cast speak with dead. You, can right, you grab like, cast... scroll, slap it onto the head. Uh, you pick up the scroll and slap it onto the head. Nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it would work like healing word. Yeah, it's, it's, it does. But not, something, something's missing. <clears throat> Theodore, uh, Theodore, I can I can uh, do this one for you. I grab the scroll in front and hold it out in front of me proper, <clears throat> and then I begin casting the the spell with the the most attempt of correct grammar and such. <laughs> Fantastic, uh, Jonor. Okay, you are casting a spell. Um, you are of a or you sorry you can cast a spell of similar or higher level. So I believe the spell just works. Let's pull it open and double check, but because it is a do, do, do yep, it's on your class's spell list. Yes, it is because you're a wizard, and it is within the um, yeah, it's within the uh, in the spell. So you just cast it, no problems at all. That's so easy. Fantastic. Um, yeah. As you begin okay, speaking, well, I, I mutter some you know. some yeah. utteral words. Um, I imagine I swap between. Uh, I actually do know another language. I know I swap between. Abyssal and Infernal. Oh, go okay. to Slushil and finish. Just give it some spice. So that's that a lot of spices. That's a lot yeah. of spice. And as I do it, I sort of like get more dramatic and then finish with the big. Uh, I don't know, big 
big spell finish. Why not? Give it a big happy ending. <laughs> uh, I, I imagine as you like, so celestial. <laughs> didn't we just God. didn't we didn't we discuss celestial? Kind of sounds like a ominous deal. Like and then yeah, like abyssal, yeah, and then abyssal infernal would be like narcor fark, like black speech from Mordor. Mm. So the idea of you switching between these is genuinely hilarious. Like he watches Jonah goes. As he reads out this spell, um, I think while as, um, yeah, go. while Jonah's doing that, I think Killian has a, a little streak of mischief, and I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy around Jonah's feet, so it's all like fl- <laughs> there's like a wind element that flickers up and makes it look really powerful. <laughs> <laughs> um, you watch, up. you watch. Excuse me. As Esmeralda takes a few steps back and reaches in and pulls out a holy symbol of, um, yeah, and just like holds it under her breath and begins muttering under her breath, uh, thoroughly, um, I would say, thoroughly concerned about what is going on right now. Um, as you finish the spell, Jonor, the scroll, the words on the page rise off and begin forming these patterns around you, forming this spiral that slowly begins sinking down into the skull. As they finish, you watch as the scroll, the words have lifted off the page. You now hold a blank spell scroll, an empty scroll. As you tuck the parchment away, the skull, the I should say the preserved head, because it's not just a skull, the preserved head suddenly twitches in your hands. And as you're sort of holding it aloft, the eyelids one by one kind of creak open. And you watch as the eyes glow with this soft green light. <gasps> Ask. What is your name? <laughs> Are you going to go with the full Monty Python? <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready for that. Ren of the Vistani. Why are you in a box? Man chopped off my head. Put me in box. Wanted to ask questions. He wanted to ask you questions, or he wanted you to be there to ask questions of? Wanted to ask me questions. Questions about what? So, just as a heads up, you would know that normally speak with dead (laughs) when you cast it. You only get a certain number of questions, just so you know. You normally know only that. get. You normally only get five. How many questions do we get? How many do we have left? <laughs> oh, hang on. And that's I, the questions. When do they yeah. start? So, so no, no. You, so Jonah, Jonah, as they're asking these dumbass fucking questions, you there's this pause, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> I think and by the time Grinner starts the fourth one, yeah. he's asking the question, and then I'm like, oh, the spell was a five-question, five, qu- five question, guys. Oh, this could have been useful knowledge prior to asking what his name was. <laughs> <laughs> Being polite probably didn't need to happen. No! <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit of a shit, aren't you? Yes! <laughs> the light fades from the eyes, and the, the head just goes back to being inanimate again. Jonor, you didn't ask them my question. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not that much of a dick. Um, the head still sits there on Jonor's hands. Oh, I, I think his question's actually pretty good. Um, I think what the question, what type, what 
Rictavia yeah. wanted to know is probably pretty important. It's a, a poke the um, the head in the head. Please. <laughs> so he wanted to, so the question was, let me just get the question right. So the question was, what did Rick Tavio want to know? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's easy. I, I think that's um, kind of implied with my question, but if he didn't want to go there, that's that's on him. <laughs> no, sorry, what was that? <laughs> I just I think it was kind of implied with my question, but if you want to be very literal, that's not, that's on him. I just I just want to make sure we get the question right because we've yep. we've had a bit of a laugh around with it, but I was very much in the mood for being a shit with this with his head and having <laughs> you guys just burn through our questions and be like, oh, Wait, so I how know. many questions do we actually have? So I, at the moment, that's for the DM, not for the head. At yeah. the moment, <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> Luther, as you as you quickly like count on your fingers, three questions have been asked and answered. Okay. This is the fourth we question that's been asked. You, you don't, I, I mean, you don't know if this spell is going to work the same as it normally does. Obviously, the fact that the head can remember what it's previously been asked once dead means it might be a bit different. You're not sure. Oh, that, wait, wait, that he gave us a clue there. We should ask what Rictav. I guess I kind of covered it, but yeah, because you you said what did Rictavio want to know? Essentially, was the question yeah. you asked. Yeah, so uh, that's, that that's should easy. that should cover what Rictavio has previously yeah. asked you. Yeah, um, he wanted to know where various members of the Vistani were, which ones were working for Strad von Zarevich, which ones were his spies. He wanted to know where to find the werewolf's den, the blighted grove of the druids, and the amber temple. I'm going to start looking around after the head said Strahd's name out loud. Yeah, nothing seems to be happening, Greenwich. You look around. Do you want to make me a perception or investigation check? Yeah, I do. Because that's scary. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You say I, werewolf cave? I cut out. Uh, yeah, the dead werewolf den. Werewolf den is where I cut out there. Uh, were, werewolf den, uh, blighted druid's grove, and the amber temple. Uh, he wanted to know where they were. Uh, Fifteen Grinner. As you begin sort of peering around, looking for any signs of of any changes, some things that might have happened, just out of the corner of your eye, at the very top of the tower, perched on the roof, is a large raven. Just sitting there, looking around, occasionally fluffing up its feathers. I think that we should shoot that bird. Can your can your crossbow reach that bird? No, uh, we're not hungry, and it hasn't done anything wrong. We're not going to kill it. In no, one like fluid it. motion, Esmeralda levels her crossbow, and you watch as an arrow flies up. There's this as the crow is speared by the crossbow, by the bolt, flies about. 30, 40 feet, and then boop, into the water. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Okay, now go and find it. No. Uh, well, you've killed it, so we're going to use it. We don't just kill it for the fun of it. No, if you want to go, go, if you want to go I'll, fetch I'll, a I'll soggy it. bird from that lake, you're welcome to fucking do it. I'm not touching it. Okay. He's taking his cloak off, uh, coat off, and he's going. Tithlet goes as well. Okay, great. Cool. Go too. I'm not here to stop you having fun. Like you, you guys do you. I'm just telling you what Esmeralda says. He's just not happy about it. She's not having fun. <laughs> uh, as Jonor stands there, the head still sitting in his. Uh, in Sorry, his hands. real quick. Yes. Sisla then has a grin go across her face that she tries to hide as soon as she realizes she she gets to go and hang out with Grinner. 
Okay. Right, so we still have one more question to ask him. Um, yes. As the light fades from his eyes. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um. Well, I mean, I think knowing where any of those locations were might be helpful. Or I know where the Amber Temple is. Oh, you, you don't need to worry about that. Well, the Blighted Druid Grove might be of, of, of interest. For no other reasons than I am a Druid. Definitely didn't have a chat with Madame Abel. I mean, we could also find out if uh, it is possible to leave this place. If Vistani apparently just waltz mm. on in and out, like, that is, could that be true? Well, I, mean, I think this is Madame confirms that this guy, you know, he was the one who asked us, who told us they had a secret way out, and she said he was full of shit, so. I guess we could ask him maybe, I mean, how much should we trust Madame I guess? I, I think we've been kind of blindly just accepting what you're saying so far. Ooh, I'm not there. You're in the water. <laughs> Grinda, do you have any ideas? <laughs> no, he doesn't! And the light fades from the corpse's eyes. Oh, no. no. <laughs> any more questions for the head? Or do you want me to jump to Tithla and Grinna for a second and then we can ju jump back with you guys as you think of questions for the uh, disembodied head? Sounds good. Done. Oh. Tisla and Grinner, as you, as you take off your cloaks, leaving you just in your undergarments and you begin sort of stepping into the frigid black waters of this lake, it is icy cold. At first, the water is so cold it burns. There's this sensation of chill that rises up through your legs, up to your chest, and immediately as you're only about ankle deep, you feel a shiver deep within your core begin to start. Um, I'm going to need a constitution saving throw from both of you, please. Okay. And hey. uh, I also need to know what your passive perceptions are as well. Uh, passive perception of 15 and yeah, the con save of 7. Tithla, it's chilly. Gruna? Uh, what was the check again, sorry? Con save, please. Con and your save. passive perception. I believe for Gruna is 12, isn't it? If I'm remembering correctly. 11. 11. 11. Not too far off. 21. Grinner, you were made to bath on the battlefields in icy streams in winter in the snow. This is nothing. You're a, you're a tough motherfucker. You're more scar tissue than flesh at this point. And as you wade out into the uh, into the waters, yeah, it's a bit cold. But, I mean, you'd have to be a real, like, soft skin to not be able to stand these waters. Um, Tithla, you get, like, most of your big toe in. It's, it's very cold, Tithla. Like... It's it's very cold. Um, it's very I cold. hear that submerging yourself when you're covered in burns is really good for them. Yeah, and that might have helped five days ago when they were fresh. Okay, thanks for bringing it up again. I know I'm not green anymore. I'm grey and I'm hideous, but I was hoping that we'd be able to just have a moment reprieve from the from the horrors that have befallen me in the last week. All right, we'll come for a swim then. Okay. Just go here, get the crow anyway. Wow. Uh, yeah. I appreciate your trying. Uh, are you persisting to trying to get into the freezing, freezing cold waters? Uh, yeah, yeah. Tithla's okay. then going to dive in. 
Tesla, um, the water is so cold that your outie belly button becomes an innie immediately. Just get ah! sucked in. <laughs> it is so what cold. What is happening to me? Yeah. As you begin trying to swim, your muscles begin to lock up, the cold causing your muscles to contract. And Grinner, you watch as Tithla dives in, comes up for a single breath, calls out, what's happening to me? And then sinks, uh, accompanied by a stream of bubbles rising from the surface of the water. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Grinner's going to just watch for a minute, just see. A full minute? No, no, no. As okay. in a metaphorical <laughs> minute. <laughs> That's exactly one moment. <laughs> Make sure that she actually isn't coming up. Yeah, she's not. Okay. is going to swim back to shore and go back to the others. Yeah, I mean, you, you the, <laughs> no. the, the water the water where Tithla's under is waist deep. As you stand up and then look down, you can see Tithla on the bottom, like frozen in place. Muscles, like she's trying to like pull back to the surface. Tithla, as you look up the light the air it's it's just there out of reach and then a hand comes down grabs you by the scruff of your neck and pulls you above the water as you <laughs> begin like coughing up the the frigid lake water gritty oh, toss her on the shore Tiffler, stand up stand up love stand up and she just like falls Me, on her side Tifla, stand up love ah. and then uh, she so starts giggling if it's if it's waist height for grinner if it's waist height for Grinner, that means as you stand Tithla up, she immediately goes back under again as the water. Because Tithla's only, what, three foot? Yeah. Grinner's, oh, what, six uh, foot something? Six four. Oh, no, I have to sit on your shoulders. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> just one, like a cat, picking up a cat. Just <laughs> on my shoulders. Um, I got my air now, you are too. Um, I will. I will add. You say that through chattering teeth as your jaw spasms from the cold. It's very hard to fake like chattering teeth, isn't it? I think I did okay. Yeah, it was pretty shit. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, it's been fun, guys. I'm glad that we created this nice safe space is... for us all to create this world together and explore these characters and try new things. Um, I've just been anyway. waiting to get you back for the packs things <laughs> this whole time, and that was perfect. Um, as uh, as Grinner begins sort of like Grinner, you probably do like a good above head freestyle. I imagine like you, you would know how to swim and be a fairly fairly like, competent swimmer. Um, yeah. Keeping your shoulders and head above the water, just doing like a, an above above water or not above water, keeping your head above water while freestyling. It doesn't take you long to get to the crow raven, this this black um, corvid looking bird with a bolt sticking right through the middle of its chest. As uh, as you get up to it. You can see that it's just kind of floating there, a pool of red slowly sinking into the dark like waters below. It's going to freak Grinner out a little bit, just realising how deep this lake possibly is and that we just kind of swam out in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, I think he's trying not to sound panicked at all. Just pick up the bird, hand it to Tithla. Oh, dish, love. And just a little bit too fast, start swimming back to shore. Yeah, (laughs) Grinner, as you as you begin moving, there's a moment where you feel something brush up against your leg. Something soft but slimy, almost like this rubbery kind of texture as it brushes up against your lower calf. Uh, Grinner did not think this through. He's swimming as fast as he can now, head below water, just pummeling. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna get a sanity check, please, Grinner. <laughs> <laughs> 
which oh. only seems fair. Tithel then pulls the bird back out of the water um, that she was rubbing against Grinna's leg. Grinna, um, that is just a fail. Um, Grinna, <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get you to roll me a uh, a quick temporary, uh, just just a little quick temporary madness. Could you please roll me a d20? I can roll you a d20, Owen. Thanks, mate. Exercise terrifies everyone. Yeah, exactly. That, that's it. It's the exercise. 15. <laughs> uh, oh, apologies. I said D20. I actually need a D100 because it is a oh, D100 table. I can do that too, just for you, though. Thank you. 39. I, look, uh, it's perfect. The character becomes frightened and must use his or her action and movement each round to flee from the source of fear. <laughs> so perfect. Uh, Grinner. The dark lake waters below. I mean, as you quickly look down, you can't even see your legs. Something must be staining the water this dark brown color. In your calm state, you might have recognized maybe it was like a tea tree stain or something like that, but in your panic state, the water is stained black with the blood of all the victims that have been lost to these depths. And as you begin kicking even faster, you feel something wrap around your left leg long and sinuous and as you kick faster and faster trying to get away quicker and quicker there's a moment of resistance before suddenly it's pulled along behind you Tithel you turn around and see there's a little bit of weed water weed that's tangled around Grinner's left leg just a little bit of green Grinner doesn't even say anything because that's just normal it's pretty innocuous yeah Yeah. is full panicking now though he's actually trying to buck uh, her off so that he can get to safety. <laughs> uh, Tithel, I'm gonna get a dexterity saving throw to ride Grinner, <laughs> like right. some sort of like He's water just got cup. One arm in the air, holding <laughs> yeah. the raven, like riding like a bull. <laughs> well, let's see what your role is first before we start describing it. Because it... no, she's doing that. Whether she gets thrown off or not, it's a different okay. question. Okay, if it's a natural one, yeah, there's no, there's no riding. It's just instant drink. <laughs> Dex save. Deck save, please. I imagine you're pretty good at these. That's a plus seven. That's 26. Yeah, Tithla, you hold on with no problems at all. Partly because you know the consequences of falling off, partly because the cold has seized up your muscles and you couldn't let go of Grinner's collar if you <laughs> wanted to. The cold water has like locked your hand in a permanent fist. Grinner, by the time you get to shore, there's more of these things. Sometimes you feel them brush against your fingers. Sometimes there was even one that brushed up against your face. Dark tentacle-like objects move in the water beneath you, writhing and twisting shapes beyond your line of sight, but all of them you know reaching out to pull you down into these depths, to drown you, to tear you apart. And by the time you pull yourself onto dry land, you hear Tithler going, yeehaw, from behind you, like wielding this dead bird spraying flecks of blood from it. <laughs> it still has a crossbow going through the middle, a crossbow bolt. And, uh, and as you shake off these long sections of, it's just, like just freshwater uh, water weeds. It's just, just like almost like a type of um, uh, underwater grass. As you shake it off and look down, expecting to see tentacles wrapped around you, it's just green green weeds and as you get your breathing back under control you brush them off rapidly you're okay you you made it back but something lurks beneath those waters you know it okay that's right grab the grab the bird tiffler where's where's your coat love where's your coat what just just get fucking dressed tiffler we're going back wait why 
Disengrinner grabs his coat and storms off. <laughs> Perfect. While that's been going on, um, Team Severed Head. No, we're not calling you that. Um, <laughs> the, the group, the group who are trying, the group who are trying to learn things from the Severed Head um, that have cast Speak with Dead. Um, what, that's not catchy. You're gonna have to shorten that somehow. Um, uh, head yeah. Severed. Team, what do we got there? Team Severed Head. <laughs> uh, what are you guys doing? Which is probably good because you now can't ask any more stupid fucking questions of the seven head that goes, yes. Um, I I, I threw up in chat. um, My idea was to ask it where all the locations that it mentioned were or to ask it what it knows about Madame Ava. As you say the name Madame Ava, because I'm assuming you're saying this out loud to the group to try and get feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Esmeralda, who's there, as you say the name Madame Ava, she stiffens for a moment. What do you, what do you know about that old hag? We just met her last night. She said some vaguely spooky shit and acted like she was our friend. Yeah, sh- spooky shit is sort of her thing. I, what did she say? I, look, you don't need to tell me if it's private, but did she warn you of any danger coming? Uh, dark forces seeking to tear you apart? Yes. Yeah, she does that. I, I figured as much. That. Uh, I guess if well yeah I, I guess my question for this guy would have been what does he know about her and how reliable is she because I mean I feel like at this point we're basing our entire world view on what she said I can tell you right now Madame Eva's no joke she can see she can divine the future she's a powerful magician she she, I mean her, her divination magic is second to none as far as what I've seen I'm not an expert on magic I should say but she, she seems from what I understand and from Rictavio's notes, she's she's a very powerful mage, but she uses people. You just need to know that. That's what that's what my mentor told me. That's, that's what Yeah. So just be careful. Everything she says, I mean, it's likely true, but there'll be a twist to it. She'll want something from you, want you to do something, I imagine. Each of you. Yeah. You don't have to do it. Well, shit, I... Well, that doesn't matter. Well, I guess that narrows down the questions I have for this guy then, which... Does anyone have anything better to ask than where all of those locations were? Yeah, well, we uh, did have Victor had a couple, um, like, interesting books. So, if we could find out maybe if this guy knew who could make, like, cursed books... That'd be that'd be kind of interesting. Hmm. Okay, general, you ask the right. you ask the head. Where do you actually? Yeah, you tell me. What do you ask? Who who um, who makes cursed books in this land? I don't know, but the library at Castle Ravenloft contains much knowledge, as does the Amber Temple. And Arkin was told. Does he fade? No, the magic does not fade. Oh, that's my guy. Um, in that case, could you please tell us where uh, you mentioned the blighted druid circles, the werewolf den, and the Amber Temple and the bad Vistani work? Could you tell us what all of those things are? Uh, the Vistani who serve Stradmo 
move about. I cannot tell you where they are now. Rictavio, my murderer, was very disappointed that I could not share this information. The Amber Temple is located far to the south. The blighted Druid's Grove, not too far south from Kresk. Arginvos told to the south east of here. And was there another location you said, or was that it? I think that was Werewolf Den. Oh, the Werewolf Den. I don't know where the werewolves hide out, but they raid Kresk often. Thank you very much. Um, Not a question, so he does not answer. Uh, do you know where Rictavio was going or what he was planning after he you know, killed you and put you in a chest of lavender wood? He told me to fuck off and left. Did you? No, I am just ahead. Maybe you should get ahead of that then. Mm, that sounded like a question at the end, didn't it? <laughs> mm, I've warned you enough with foolish questions. You are now going to be punished That's for them. That's a statement. That's a statement. Maybe you should yeah. get ahead of that then. You don't get to change. Oh, an inflection like doesn't... Question. Was there an inflection? Look, here's the thing. Australians do have a bit of a habit of ending sentences and phrases with a rising inflection. That is a well-known trait of the Australian accent. However... I happen to know how Haz talks, and I know that you normally don't do that. So I do that all the time, mate. I... <laughs> you tried to do it then, and you didn't do it properly. That's my favourite part, is you even had a go at it, and you didn't do it. I, I am going to be the nicest DM ever, and I am going to give you one last frivolous question that is not answered by the head. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? What? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, nothing! <laughs> no. <laughs> Is there anything else anyone wants to know? Um, yeah, are we back yet? Yeah, yeah, point? you guys are back. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I've sat for you. I want to check with it. Is that, is that right? Oh, of course. No. No, <laughs> 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 no kidding. kidding. <laughs> who, who is the, the dark one that's against the count? Who's the other player in this game? Oh, yes. Oh, it's not Raspid. Um... <laughs> I'm going to get you to roll me a d100 to see if this Vistani Ren knows this. Because he might not know. There's a there's a good chance he doesn't know. 36, Grinner. I don't know of what you speak. Damn. Sorry. Good try, though. That was that a was really good question. Do you know if the Count has ever had a, a love of his life, perhaps? Hmm. How would the head answer this? The Count sometimes takes women from villages. Stories go back many generations. He... Well, they, the stories claim that they resemble his lost love. And then the head... The light fades, the eyelids close. Right, Jonah, wake you up again. We still got questions. <laughs> yeah, let's keep heady with us. No. My, my paper is my papers are empty. 
I don't know much about wizards, but and this is probably not good to bring it up now, but yeah, could, could you, you have, have maybe spent some time learning that spell? <laughs> exactly. We'd used it. It was a consumable. We could have learned it though. Maybe it's a the, wizard. It could be in the curse oh, book. Shit. It's probably in the curse book. Oh, Is man. it definitely a wizard spell? Because I thought it was bard and cleric. I'm pretty sure wizards can learn speak with dead. I'm I'm very confident about that. But I, I, look, I could be wrong. Let me pull it open. Oh, I mean, there's an entire school of necromancy that you can be in as a wizard. So I, I reckon speak with dead probably at least goes into that. It, uh, it is actually bard and cleric. Really? Oh, so it's not a wizard spell. Unless you're a necromancer. Ah. There you go. I thought it was a... um. I thought it was available to all wizards. But... Oh, or knowledge... Yeah, knowledge domain, uh, cleric, undying warlock, undead warlock, or bard. Yeah, shit. So actually, doesn't doesn't matter. You couldn't have... Um, you couldn't have led it anyway. Good. I'm glad. I still say oh, we keep the head as a mascot. Yeah. I reckon Luther doesn't know Warlock. Like, that's fine, that's fine. Visit. It would be handy for us to, if this head is able to answer multiple questions and remember, it would be very handy for us to keep a hold of it. Uh, either myself or Tifla will be able to learn to speak with dead as we gain more power. It was an ability I had had previously, but... Um, Wait, what? Due to circumstances, I lost the ability to do it. We're going to be able to do that? It is a spell that we can learn. Yes, that is so, so we, cool. We, we would have to we would have to study it and pray to our God oh, every night and learn. put actually put the effort in, and then grant <laughs> us the ability to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you watch as oh, you are very you are very me. very wet. If you if you had gone if you've been swimming in the lake, no, 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 uh, no. If I'd thought about it before, I could have sent my familiar with you to, as a, um, as an octopus to go get the crow for you instead of you jumping in. You also have a drake that seems pretty immune to cold. I think I'm going to have to call this episode Hindsight's 2020. Like, <laughs> 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 Seriously. Drake was also shaking, so I'm going to bring out my uh, blanket from my pack and actually wrap her around it. It's okay. D- don't worry, it's nothing. Just don't worry about it. Thank you. Just warm up. Uh, also, I wouldn't recommend going in that lake. There's fucking there's things in there. <laughs> no, there's not. Yeah, I'd see weed on your leg. <laughs> no, there was there's something brushed my fucking leg, Tifla. I know it. <laughs> it was, I was called seaweed. I also did lower the bird into the water a little bit just to you know see how you go. I want to get back faster, and we got back faster. Tifla, give me that bird. It's <laughs> <laughs> my bird. Give, give me the bird, Tifla. It's my bird. Tifla. Tifla holds it up out like to try and get it out of your reach. That just brings it into his reach. No, as but he like, holds it up. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> hold he it back reach. away from him. In my okay. bed. Bacock. Bacock. Alright, Tifla, you hold on to the bird for now, love. Oh well. Uh, and she sits down and starts to process the bird to see what usable. To process the bird. Are yeah. you like plucking it? Feather, to get pluck it. Okay. Cool. See if there's any meat on it. 
I mean, there is. It's made of meat. It's a living creature, so <laughs> it's meat. If there's any good oh. meat, if, or if it's a bad meat bird. Well, it's a crow. Bad I mean... <laughs> Why does that sound like the worst, like, heavy metal band ever? Bad meat birds. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Tithily, you, I mean, you, you've plucked birds mm-hmm. before that you've hunted them up. You, pl- you can add um, crow feathers to your inventory. Well, she needs new feathers to make new arrows. You need so fletching, yeah, yeah, yeah. She can do. Perfect. Yeah. You're gonna have some crow feather arrows, so you can you can add uh, just add crow feather fletching to your inventory if you like, and you can also add a, a I guess like two crow drumsticks, <laughs> two two crow breasts, <laughs> right, crow meat, yeah, crow. crow meat. <laughs> Another good. Like, we've got a few contenders for the title. Crow meat's good too. <laughs> It's a good title for a video. Look, I was uh, I was going through today. How how can I make the video titles more like curiosity driving? Like get people to click on a crow meat. Like if I saw that scrolling past, I would want to find out what's the deal with crow meat. No, that only goes two ways. That either goes definitely clicking or I'm blocking this channel. <laughs> yeah, true. It's a good point. Oh man. Um. Yeah, Tiffany, you can add crow crow meat and crow feathers <laughs> to your inventory. Thank you. No problem. Um, yes, Theo. No, I was just saying, if if people don't click on our video because it has crow meat in the title, I don't think they're viewers that we really want. So it's <laughs> a win-win. I get a feeling there's a certain population of taxidermists that I, I don't know if necessarily this is the content for them. We're going to click on this and be like, well, this was some fucking stupid tax. Took them 45 minutes, one hour 17 to get to anything good, and they just brushed over the plucking of the bird. So, um, <laughs> maybe taxidermists are all southern as well. <laughs> Joe White's because of fucking Chuck Tester. That's all I can think of with taxidermy. <laughs> no, Chuck Tester. It's a blast from the past. I am. I, I was born in 1990s. <laughs> Here is an obvious. Um, as, as you guys are sort of like wrapping up, Jonah places the head back into the chest and closes it. Esmeralda shakes her head. That, that told me fucking nothing about where to find him. <sighs> all right, well, I guess. I guess Valaki's the closest lead I've got. What are you gonna do with um, that head? Are you gonna keep it with you? Yes, he's um team mascot now. Um, we were probably going to blow our Rictavio signal whistle tonight and see if he rocks up. If he wanted to stay with us for the evening. You said you gave him a whistle to contact yep. you. Um, do you have yes. a whistle to, for I him do to have find one as you? Well. I have. What? I have. Um, I've actually got a few here. Why are you honest. only mentioning this now? Can I have one, please? Um, oh, by all means, no problem at all. She reaches um, in, pulls so out a actually, silver coin, and hands you a silver coin, Luther, in <laughs> exchange for oh, the whistle. No, it's fine. I, it's okay. Don't have to pay for it. I don't like to be in people's debt. Just take the fucking silver. We personally would like you to be in our debt. I refuse to take the silver. <laughs> we must she, prefer debt to coin. She shrugs and takes the signal whistle and tucks the silver away. Now we owe you. <laughs> Do you say that? <laughs> You've already signed the deal. You hear from inside the box. <laughs> no, you don't. And then the magic fades. <laughs> right, um, so I started with four signal whistles. I have two now. So one with her and one with Rictavio. As she looks over the whistle, she goes, "Fuck that! Thank you. I, this. He agreed that he would come when you blew this whistle. If he was in range, yes, we, we would be able to reconvene with him, but." We haven't been able to do that, and to be honest, it's hard to say if he's even around this area of the world right now. Truthfully, we kind of forgot about him. 
Yeah. Well, you were, you were facing <laughs> off against vampires and launching a a coup. No, that was all the dark the dark lord Raspip. He he started the coup. We just had to save people. You've mentioned no, this no, no. dark lord Raspip so, twice now. Is this a creature of the night? Should I be maybe setting traps and getting ready to hunt him? He, no, he, he's the, yes. the one above the 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 one that rhymes with bard. He's sorry. His this, lord. this sorry. This is worse than. Oh, a thousand times worse. He's actually, he's just a psychotic gnome. He actually isn't <laughs> as bad as he's making it out to be. Theodore is going a lot worse than what he actually is. He, he is probably evil, but Theo really does hate him. Is he, is he... I, I, I just want to remember him. It's all dark and stormy in my mind. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, he... Picture me. It, it, it comes up evil. I've, is he, you said crazy, insane, psychopathic. You've used these words to describe this, this character. Uh, have you heard of the Mad Mage of Mount Bartok? Yeah, we saw him. I remember that bloke. We saw him. We saw You've him? seen the Mad Mage of Mount Bartok? Yeah, it, it went whizzing past, like, the first night we were here or some shit. Or, or no, there was... Who was that bloke, Tiffler, your mate, who kept on turning up in the woods? He no, no, that's, that's, that's Damien. Damo. No, no, I know, I know that's Damo. Did he point out old mate who was whizzing through the fucking sky one night? I was like I said, it's been a lot of knocks to the head. Am I not remembering this right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were zonked out on Pismos that night. <laughs> hmm. well, I don't want to remember that. Dream <laughs> I need is yummy. I don't remember none of that. Look over there. Because <laughs> you're asleep. You don't remember things that happen when you're asleep. But no, did did Damo point out a whizzing wizard? I don't recall that. Not a whizzing wizard. A whizzing. I don't that. no, I don't That's remember. how you know he's a wizard. <laughs> um, I, look, I don't remember that. May have happened. Well, there that was that a happened. mad Mary, but that we were talking about it. That was point. back in the village of Barovia yeah. that you walked past on the way to the. Uh, Could be. Church. It probably is Mad Mary. Hey, I'm trying to help Mary. you. We're talking about a mad mage. There was a mad no, was, Mary. Th- with a bloke flying through the sky that we saw from a distance, he got. I mean, we were very, we were very, ev- we were very on board against Jacob when he was talking about that the, the Lily thing. So yeah. maybe we're doing that again. We just trust him whatever, with whatever he's saying. <laughs> Do you know what? It might have actually been a private conversation Grinner had with <laughs> Damien because there were like a couple of you did have like private conversations no, with him. Have yeah, you were comment. stoned off your tits yeah. on Dream Pie. Um, yeah, it, was like the first, it was the first or second night we were here in Barovia, and I guarantee we saw old mate flying around. Cool. I'm happy to. I'm happy to roll with it. And if it turns out that it's, I will go back and listen. If it turns out that that didn't happen, I will rake you over hot coals next yeah, session. Do it. Do it. Cool. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't. I haven't seen the Mad Mage, but I've heard that he's an insane wizard. He tried to attack the castle and then was driven off. You don't think it was the gnome, do you? No, the gnome is more more of a recent evil. Oh, okay. Maybe this competition. I will. I will say that the gnome was some form of some form of a spellcaster, and he was mad. So, who knows? He sounds more like homicidal, psychopathic, mad rather than like chaotic, mad like this mad mage. From what I hear, the mad mage is just chaos. No, Zerastep murdered a kindly old woman in her home. I oh. will not say anything. <laughs> what, was her, what was her name? We should... Did you give her a proper burial? Yes, it was also... Yeah, we should. In, in, in the monks... Yeah, she was, she was kindly cremated with, with her... Her closest loved ones with, along there with her. 
Were they dead it's too? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, partially, the, the, the partially. We're getting ahead of ourselves, though. Yes, Lither. I, I, do you know the Sunbane? The Sunbane. The great, 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 great grandmother of someone. Sunbane. From February of this year. I've heard. <laughs> because I have your name written down in my notes next to, and then under that it says Sunbane. Uh, es- right. Esmeralda, oh, you, you've heard of Esmeralda before. Yeah, we have. I don't. I don't. I think we have oh. heard of her once. Oh. So, so there's just after a... we were with Damo on the way to the Hags house, or there, and maybe at the Hags. Maybe the Hags told us. The Hags told us about Esmeralda. I. I... I, I don't know if I mean I've heard the name Sunbane describing an old witch before. It was in um, it, it was in Rictavio's notes about a family of witches, a coven of witches, uh, hags that have been living in these areas for a while. And Esme Sunbane, I think, was the the mother of mm. grandmother, maybe. Right. Maybe. So that's not you. No, I I'm not four hundred years old and a hag. Okay. Well, I don't like to judge things and people based on what they look like. Yeah, truth yeah, the last hag didn't look too haggy, so... Yeah. And you also killed my friend. She reaches down to her knife belt, pulls out a, a knife, presses it against her skin. Silver, I'm not a shapeshifter. This is an illusion magic. I'm just me. Just a human. What if I'm a hag? She reaches forward and presses the silver blade against your forearm. Not to cut, just the, the flat side. Um, she looks down. I'm satisfied. Plus, I don't think oh. a hag would go about looking like a half-goat. That kind of draws attention. Oh, do me next. Do me. <laughs> no, that, like, that's a different please. time of day that happens. That's not for public. No. no. What? You... <laughs> <laughs> Is, is that some is that sort of method to see if a creature, if a creature is allergic to silver? Or what she is like, the purpose of doing that? Yeah, I, 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 this is in Rictavio's notes. He, he trains me that there are creatures that, um, if you press silver against their skin, shapeshifters they don't like the touch of silver, and um, if there's illusion magic covering your skin, if I press a knife against your skin and look at the indentation, I can see the knife doesn't disappear behind the illusion magic. I, I, want, do, I want to see. Do, do my arm. She presses the knife against your forearm, and nothing happens. It looks normal. Yeah, nothing happens. Unless there's something you've not told me, Raph, about your character. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> No. You watch as Raph's head just unzips <laughs> as it begins, like uh... I'm the fourth hag from the mill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we um, can we have one of those blades? Is there something we could give you for one of those silver blades? It sounds very helpful. Um, uh, yeah, uh, two gold. Well, we gave her a whistle. Hold on. Yeah, tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. Chuck, flickers of gold, gold and a whistle. You can have the, the blade, the silver blade. That's fair enough. I, I think that's a fair trade. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll do that. Great. Yeah, you flick a gold across. She passes over a small throwing knife made of silver. You can add a silvered throwing knife to your inventory, Jonah. Cool. 
Um, could I actually grab one of them too? Uh, Luther, yeah. you can just have mine if you want. I, you know, I'm not the most dexterous. Oh. Oh, by all means, thank you, Journal. Just let me know if you ever need it for anything. Yeah, no, no worries. Because that sounds pretty cool being able to throw that. Right. Well, I'm going to go check the um, cellar of the tower. Uh, I just one more thing to you... tell you. Yeah? Um, just, just so I want, I want to be honest here and I want us to all be friends. I know we started off a little rough, um, but in the interest of, of honesty, I want you to know that upon review of my notes, Rictavio did tell us how to solve the door puzzle earlier. Even though we forgot that and then solved it ourselves, he had already told us. He told you how to... Fucking wanker. Wait, he said really? safe refuge, the old wizard's tower by the lake. That's this one. There's a lake here. You get to get in, trace the outlines of the patterns with the circular tablet. He told us all that. Did he I not mean, tell you that? Because he told us that the day he met us. I was actually, no, I not, any I was actually not there for the session with Rick Tarver. Rock has, up right has, at the end of the <laughs> But still. <laughs> still solved it. Fucking wanker. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. See, the notes come in to help eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so, what... I guess our paths path shall be diverging soon. What is on the horizon for you, my dear? I'm gonna go find Rictavio and find out what he's planning while he's here. Hmm. Should we give the signal a try while we're all together? He might be around. If I'll not, you continue on your way. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. If, yeah. I would like to tell you a little bit of knowledge. Uh, the Larky, the Baron, been overthrown, replaced. Oh, when? Is that recent? Very, very recent. Is that coup we mentioned? Bloodless. Bloodless coup? Mostly. So just be aware of that when you're going through Velaki, that probably a little bit nicer people, actually. Yeah, the, um, the new Bergam, Bergamaster or Baron, whatever it is, uh, Ismark, um, good friend of ours. If, you, if you're kind to him and say you know us, he should treat you with think... hospitality. I think his nickname was Ismark the Great, actually, the Greater. So just go around and tell people that. Yeah, he, he was the boy from uh, Verovia. The, the Shh, it the it was, it's not that. Actually. Okay. Yeah. I'll. Yeah. I can. <laughs> I can. Yeah, I can. Okay, so uh, if you want good treatment in in Balaki, just say you you know know us, and Ismark should look after you. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that at all. Personal friend. Uh, no, thank you. I much appreciate it. I, so you've you've searched the tower. There was no. I might have it once over just in case there was something that you might have missed. I mean, you checked the upper floors. You mentioned there was a cellar. Yeah, Rictavi uh, often mentioned that he had a cellar where he stored items of import. Did you check it out? No, we were unable to find the cellar. Um, perhaps we should go check this out together. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Uh, with that. Esmeralda leads you inside the tower. So we have two exciting things have happened. Uh, two people have summoned monsters this session. Um, <laughs> so oh, what I'm nervous laughter. Yeah, what I'm going to get is uh, Josh. You look the most concerned. Could you roll me a d20, please? For uh, so what I know what one of the monsters is. Uh, Malagalo Talotim had already told me what he wanted to summon, um, or they wanted to summon, I should say. Josh, could you roll me just a flat d20? If it's evens, uh, it's going to be a CR9. If it's odds, it's a CR10. Okay. I'm not going to lie, though. Sounds like a higher as, CR than our level. No, as as we all 
the thing is, though, as we all know with D&D, CR is this bullshit. I was also the one that put, this is not worrying at all in the chat. Yeah, that's why I picked you. Yeah, that's why I picked you. I was immediately nervous earlier. Eight. Okay, evens. So, for Brune, I'm... No, you don't have to... I know you're summoning Mellow, don't worry. I know what it is. I know what it is. Um... I know exactly what you're summoning, don't worry. Uh, Brune, you have CR9. It is your choice of monster. We might not get it in this session, but it's definitely going to be summoned next session. Um, if you wanted to either send it to me privately, if you don't want people to know what's going to be summoned, you're more than welcome to, CR9. Um, I'll adjust monster difficulty, because as we all know, CR is bullshit. I'll adjust monster difficulty, health, and things like that to make it an even challenge for the players. I just wanted to know what range of monsters you could pick from. Um, so please enjoy any CR9 monster from any published material uh, that's officially published. You are welcome to use any of the official modules, yeah. monster manual books, all of that is good to go. So oh, Brune oh. said he's going to have a look. So I imagine yeah. Brune, uh, maybe contact Owen on Discord. Yeah, Brune, be Brune. Pretty good you, know, you, know how to, you know how to get in contact with me. Um, yeah, I forgot so, to say I'm not here next week. Okay. Oh, how convenient. You watch as Killian's skin just unwraps <laughs> and the monster rises from his corpse. It's a, it's a blood monster. Uh, yeah, so the the I'll give you a quick rundown as a, as a quick update. So the team are currently exploring the, um, the western half of Barovia on their way to the town of Kresk. Uh, probably next session they'll be heading toward the Wizards of Wine's vineyard. So if you've got anything that might fit in with a vineyard, that'd work out really nicely. Um, otherwise, they're about to explore the uh, tower, this old abandoned wizard tower Ooh. on the shores of the lake. But I already know what's being summoned in here. So don't worry too much. Well, about that's what I was about to say. Today. There's a massive lake right next door. So yeah, this, exactly. So when they come out of the tower, if you want to... Yeah, if you want to do something out of the lake, maybe Ooh, that was what scared Brina. CR9 seaweed. CR9 seaweed. You haven't explored the cellar because you guys didn't know there was one. If you'd like a better rundown, head over to the YouTube channel, The Lost Archive. Just watch the first couple minutes of the video, write a comment saying that you've watched the video, and then, yeah, hit that subscribe button. Now you start freaking for the channel. I don't know. Whole, whole but it was also a little bit, it was also a bit passive aggressive too. <laughs> like, hey, it was a little on there. That's not me. That's your own experience. <laughs> uh, also, it's... also in the wrong way, you want people to watch the full video for the analytics. <laughs> More importantly, it's actually, yeah, actually, if anything, it's more important that people watch the whole thing because that's You're what YouTube right. uses. You're right. Owen's right. Don't bother. Don't, don't bother. That's not I'm what I said right. at all. <laughs> um, okay. As you, as you head back into the tower uh, and begin uh, exploring around, it takes you a little bit of time before you're able to locate um, the hidden lever. But with Esmeralda's help, given that she knows so much about the way... Um, the way that uh, Rictavio thinks it doesn't take too long before she locates a small lever that when you flick it you watch as the stone golems the clay golems begin to lower the platform instead of raising it up uh, I'm going to move all of you uh, into the uh, undercroft uh, undercroft what? sounds a lot more sinister than cellar yeah oh Here sorry the, 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 cellar, the cellar the cellar <laughs> Good. oh that's fine that's better as you Bye. Casual seller. As the platform lowers <laughs> you down into the undercroft, <laughs> the first thing that you notice is, unlike the rest of the tower, many of the floors which have been partially destroyed, the cellar seems mostly intact. The walls still are hung with what look like tapestries, faded beyond any semblance of the pattern that was once there, but this sort of soft red tapestry. 
hanging on each wall to hide the stonework beyond. The cellar itself is a little bit larger than the upper floors. The next thing that grabs your attention is a woman chained by her ankles to the back wall of the uh, back wall of the room, sitting there reading a book. As the lift begins to lower, she looks up in surprise and tears suddenly begin to fill her eyes. She looks young, maybe 25 to 30. Auburn hair done up into a very hasty braid where you can see sections that have come free and are no longer kept. Her clothing is simple, but was once probably elegant and beautiful. And as you begin lowering, she drops the book in surprise. Oh my God. Are you here to save me? Oh my God. Thank you so much. And she begins to weep openly. Yes, we have journeyed very far specifically to find you. (laughs) Thank you so much, my hero. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Tell me, have you defeated the the guardian of this place, that wicked half-elf? Yes, he is completely, completely gone. Um, He is not in the tower anymore and cannot hurt you. Oh, Oh, my God. You watch as a smile plays across her face. Beautiful. You've been talking the most to her. Um, Oh, no, don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, Don't don't I like that sentence? Don't worry. Nothing to worry about. (laughs) No, I am worried. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Oh, my dear. What what are you doing down here? Uh, I was down here with another man of Istani. His name was Ren. This this man he he needs he wants information was asking questions I I haven't seen Ren in a few days is he okay? No, yeah. we were talking to him just before he's all right. Uh, <laughs> deception check. <laughs> we were talking to him just before. Yeah, the you second part's the lie, not the first <laughs> part. <laughs> he's okay. He's a head in a box. I, I don't think you'd ever use the words he's okay to summarize someone's state like that. Using truth. I I'm gonna get a deception check, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a slightly easier DC for you <laughs> that one because. I mean, you saying oh, we no. just spoke with him. Uh, six. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a bit of a head start. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nice. Got a bit ahead of himself. Oh, my God. You've made that twice now, Jacob. That's a set. It's a repeat joke. He okay, said it before. I didn't do it the first time. Yeah, okay. That was mine. You just you repeated my joke. He's just <laughs> stealing content. He's, he steals content. <laughs> he steals jokes. He's a um, yeah, joke stealer. <laughs> Like I do that to Alice all I'm the time, so shame, shameless for me. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing it for you. For me. Oh, <laughs> that's gaslighting if ever I heard it. Um, as uh, as she looks at Grinner, you watch as her face falls. It's 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 okay. You, you could tell me. I I did hear him cry out that last night. I, if he's not coming back, you, you can tell me. I, I can take it. I'm not he as is, weak as you might think. He is a little more dead than we would have hoped. Um, I will admit. <sighs> I'm gonna pull back a, a little bit with Esmeralda and just a bit more like while they're talking, I'll like just under like sort of whispers. 
Yeah. Okay. Is, this, is, is this an innocent girl? What is she doing down here? I don't fucking know. I, I mean, he chopped the head off some random person and preserved it. I, I, this is darker than what he normally does. I, I don't know. So, he, they did mention that Vistani work for Stroud? Some of them. These ones? Some of them. He's mentioned that before. I always thought it was just racist ramblings, but... We don't go Look, I, I think I'm going to be a little... I'm going to be a little bit forward here. Uh, my dear, um, just a quick question for you. Do you serve the Count? Sir? No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm from Kresk. I, I haven't been anywhere near Castle Ravenloft ever. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't serve the Count. I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. Alright, so while, okay, while you oh do Detect Thoughts, I'm definitely going to do an insight check to see if she's doing any lying. Yeah, me too. I want to roll for things bad guy. Going off. You want to roll for bad I guy? That's what insight is. Like, let's be real. It is roll for bad guy. Um, roll man, for bad very, guy. I've had very meddling. 11 and a 12 insight. Like, a very meddling rolls. Yeah, for a uh, five, pretty but the detect thoughts could be really good. Grinna, save us. Eleven. <laughs> Last time we got us into a huge combat, but let's see how it goes this time. Let's see how it goes this time. Uh, Grinna and Luther, both of you got eleven. Um, it's really hard to see any signs of this woman being deceptive. I mean, she seems genuine. She seems scared. She seems a little bit injured. You can see places where there are fresh scratches on her arms that have only just healed. I mean, she looks like she is terrified. The other thing as well, for both of you, she's very pretty. There's a beauty and elegance to her. Even chained to a wall, she still has this aura of grace and being in control. And I'm going to get both of you to roll me a um, a wisdom saving throw. Okay. That's fun. 19 from Grinner. 16 from Luther. Um, yeah, I mean, as you, as you, as you look at her, she, she's very beautiful. Detect thoughts, Jonor. DC 15 uh, wisdom save. That's it. I mean, it, it, it doesn't depend on how hard you're probing in. So he gets surface level thoughts, and then he can, like, read deeper by her failing the yeah, save. Yeah. So I, I always, I, I want to know what the situation is first before he gets the surface thoughts, because if he fails the, the deeper probe, I think the creature knows that he's cast the spell. Well, look, let's yeah. be honest. Jonah, right. if there's verbal and somatic components and material <laughs> to this. She's you, watch, you watch as Jonah goes, you are, you are, begins like, <laughs> casting as that pulls out a copper piece and like holds it to his forehead like a third eye and then lifts it up. <laughs> like there's a no, lot involved with this spell. He, he, has, he has a thing, it's 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 what he does when meeting women. Journal, oh, um, I, I sort of go up to journal you know, if you're trying to do this on sort of the sneakier side, you should just maybe go out of sight for a second so they don't see you doing this whole process i'm mid chanting and i'm like turning my head kind of trying to look at him but then just go back to casting the spell okay no problem i i do i this this session does need to be called hindsight's 2020 because most of this session has been someone chiming with hey that thing you just did you shouldn't have done did that that's been like 90 percent of the session 
Um, Jonor, as you as you cast Detect Thoughts, the surface level thoughts that you're hearing, she seems to be a little bit scared, a little bit unsure. She's sort of questioning a little bit, like, who are, they, who are these people? Could they be working with Rictavio? No, they don't seem to be. I don't recognize any of them, and they seem just as surprised to find me down here as I am to see them. I wonder if I'll be able to convince them to free me. As you probe deeper, you're met with a sudden resistance, and as her surface thoughts suddenly switch to, that magic, what is that mage casting? Oh, I see. And then suddenly, Jonor, her surface level thoughts change, and rather than words, you begin to see mental images as she focuses on a single mental image. In this case, she seems to be focusing on a beautiful bed, silk draped across it. As she lies there, her body lightly obscured by the silk, but clearly <laughs> naked underneath. Jono, I'm going to need you to make me a wisdom Whoa, saving throw. Saucy. This yeah. coupled wow. with the chain to the wall thing that Jono <laughs> also just saw. <laughs> oh, we're not feeding that. Don't feed it. No one feed him. <laughs> 17, Jonor. There is magic here. You're not sure what, but as she focuses on that mental image, there's a moment where you'll find yourself kind of lost a little bit, and as you shake it off, you're pretty sure she just tried to charm you. Does um, my spell end? Uh, detect thoughts. I think if you fail, you can still read surface thoughts, can't you? If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think it just automatically ends if you if they yeah they're uh, just pass aware the save. of it. Yeah. Let me double check. I think from memory, I think the spell doesn't just automatically fail. I think it stays. Um, detect thoughts. Let's have a look. Do, 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 do. This is what sixty percent of D and D is. It's quickly looking up spells. Um, Yes, you initially know the surface thoughts. If you probe deeper, if it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning. If any, its emotional state. If it succeeds, oh no, if it succeeds, the spell ends. Jonop, the spell ends. Um, Grinner's going to walk up to her. And... I'm also going to walk up to with Grinner behind it. I had an idea too. Um, but you, you do your thing right now. Well, Grinner's going to try and pull the chain off the wall from where it's fastened on. Yeah, um, nice. Can you make me a I'm strength? Gonna, I'm going to quickly clasp him on the shoulder real quick. Don't do it just... Don't do anything drastic just yet. I what do have a quick about? little thing I want to try out first. Remember that little fun game we are doing at the front with the dagger? I think yeah. we should do that first before we do anything. Uh, what? Oh, the, the pretty lady changed the wall? I'm not going to stab her. I just want to... Just rub her. I just want to see something real quick. Uh, right. All right. Yeah, all right. My Sorry, dear. Love. We... Look, we're probably going to release you, but there's one little test I want to try. Could you please put out your arm? I'm not going to hurt you in any way. I'm just going to simply, and I pull out the dagger, I'm just going to simply... This is silver. I'm just going to touch it on your skin. She not nods, or anything. and holds out her, her arm. So I just, obviously... um blunt end or the flat I just sort of um, let it touch the skin and see if it reacts in any way yeah as you press the blade to her skin 
Luther, there's a moment as she looks a little bit scared as the knife gets close to her skin, but she sort of keeps her arm there. She doesn't pull it away or jerk back or anything. And as you press the blade against her skin, as you... How hard are you pressing it? Just lightly touching it to the skin? No, no. Well, it's only the flat or the blunt. So yeah, yeah. No, I'm not the blade. Oh, I can the put a little bit. Of, I can put a little. I can put a bit of pressure in, but nothing to hurt her or yeah. cause any uh, cut. Yeah. Um. As you as you press the the flat of the blade against her skin and then pull it away, could I get you to make me a perception or investigation check, please? I, okay. I'm probably also looking at that as well, seeing as yeah. I'm right there. Eleven. You what are unlucky with your eyes 12, tonight, 11 Jared. 11 and 11. I am your, just... That's your eyes five, are non-functional five and tonight. Six. That is trash. What? Okay. And what was it? Perception or what? Fun. Investigation, please. Yeah, investigation add, or perception. Yes, Tomaz. As uh, as you're walking across, there's probably enough time for me to do my yeah. spell. And then Whoa, nice today, uh, she's probably some sort of uh, spellcaster. She's She managed to divert my, my ability. Uh, yeah, as, as you call I that out. say that out loud. Yeah, as you, as you yep. call that out, uh, Luther gets over, presses the blade. Luther, as you take the blade away, there's a little spot of redness, but, I mean, you were just mm. pressing a blade against her skin. Um, yeah, that's fair. Grinner. Yeah, her skin colour changed for a moment where the blade was touching it. It, it was bright red. Like, the, something's up. This the, You don't know whether this woman's in cahoots with the lake monster, but there's something up here. I have to speak as your subconscious. <laughs> Imagine that's what Grin is thinking. Some, something's going on here. Something, something fishy. And as the as the blade pulls away, she looks down and like touches the spot and pulls her hand away. And it's just smooth skin once again. But for a second, Grinny, you could have sworn with a natural twenty, the skin color and texture changed to this almost like slightly bumpy red. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab her arm. Ah, what are you doing, Grin? What's wrong? What- what are you doing? No, no, I didn't... no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Don't you fucking move, love. Don't you move. Gruna, I didn't see anything. Are you... What's wrong? It, it, no, it's different. She went red and all lumpy. That's not... She's not right, Lufa. She Give me that knife. Um, let me... I can... Mm. Hang on one moment, um... Oh, hang on. I close my eyes. And then as I open my eyes, my irises have turned blood red. And I'm going to use eyes of the grave... As an action, you know the location of any undead within 60 feet of you that isn't behind total cover and that isn't protected from divination magic until the end of your next turn. You can use this feature once per long rest. So, real quick, can I just interrupt before you answer that? Hello. Tithla Tithla then tries to mimic what you're doing to try and and do whatever you're doing as well. Rather than like your eyes turning black, you just like invert your eyelids. (laughs) I think um, I think Killian would have like would think about doing it to start off with. Have a small like conscious crisis conscious type thing, and would hold out to hold Tifta's hand while he does it. Yeah, absolutely. So you can see the presence of any undead, correct? Yes. There are no undead. That include Luther. Uh, that's a good question. Luther's not undead. Luther is a... He's like a... Pre-undead. I'm stuck in the middle, baby. Yeah, Luther... He appears as a, he appears as a blip in my vision. But yeah, I'd say maybe like an after image. Like as, you, as you blink and it fades for a second, there's a there's a shimmer around Luther, but it, it ends as the spell ends. And I mean, there's a part of you that's like, hmm, not seen a reaction like that before. That's 
bit weird. I will say though that you do have context at least. You, I, I yeah. gave you my backstory yeah. and stuff, yeah. so you're at least aware of my condition. But yeah, no. She is not appearing as undead. Maybe she is one of these uh, form changes and undead. Has hang adapted on, her hang skin. on. What are you talking about? I've been held captive here for days. I'm dead. Look, on that topic, what was Victavio asking you about? Lots of things. He wanted to know about various locations, where things were, where people were. All sorts of things. What What locations? And why would you know them? Hmm? He was asking about things around the the town of Kresk. wanted to know about uh, where the abbot like sleeps where he stores things wanted to know what I knew about the abbot I, I would often visit the abbey and, and help take care of the patients there can you please tell us the answers that you told Octavio your I told him I don't know anything I, I'm just I'm just a, I'm just a woman from Kresk sir my friend Grinner here is many things but I do trust him can we can you please answer his question yes what's your question what the fuck are you? What do no, you mean? No, 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 no more of that shit. Cut it out. Cut it out. If you don't answer truthfully, I'm going to bash your head against this wall until you fall down. What the fuck are you? She sort of looks around You're the room a little bit. Sighs. And then Grinner, you're holding her arm. You mm. watch as she vanishes disappearing oh, from view as, as she fades almost out of existence for a moment and then a moment later she appears on the elevator as it slowly begins to rise up this time however her skin is this magenta red bat wings rising from her shoulders long forked tail horns oh dear well that didn't Wait, go quite so as well as I thought never so mind you were, you, were, you were locked up that whole time and you could have just done that no, I wasn't locked up. I was waiting for that stupid fuckhead to come back so I could seduce him, drain him of life. But that's okay. I'll come back for you guys one day. See you soon. And she blows a kiss at Grinner. I'm going to run up the wall. Ooh, okay. I'm going to throw us into initiative. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, let me chuck on some slightly more appropriate music. Um, as dun, she dun, tried dun, to dun, charm... Dun, 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 dun. Everyone who she could charm, she literally gave it a go for everyone who is charmable. The only one who cannot be charmed is Theo, who is immune to charm, uh, magical charm. She gave it, a, gave it a go. Tried to charm everyone. Everyone passed their saves, so she's gonna peace out. <laughs> Come back later. I, ne- I never, I, I never rolled for one. Did she not try charming? Oh. Yeah, I didn't roll one either. Uh oh. Okay. Well, she, she's not gonna try. Okay. Ooh. Okay. That's a my bad. In that case, then she doesn't blow a kiss to Grinner. Am she I blows a kiss. She blows a kiss to Killian. Killian, as she blows a kiss to you, I'm gonna get you to make a wisdom saving throw. Thank you for pointing that out. We'll keep an issue. I, love, uh, I wish I hadn't said anything. Yeah, Josh, Thank you. Yes. Natural twenty for twenty four. Fuck you. you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Calm as a nice. bitch. Technically, yeah, I don't nice. think I'm immune. I have advantage. So. Oh, okay. I thought. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting you mixed up with the old D1T. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, that's all good. Uh, let me chuck on some slightly more bashing music. Everyone, roll their uh, roll their initiative, and I'll flick us into um, uh, flick us into combat. Oh yeah, there's some juicy initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a If I want to know about that, uh, okay. And let me just drag a token on for the succubus. 
Wait, oh, is that what it is? I think by this point it's pretty fucking obvious what it is, guys. I don't... Right? Like, no one's no one's wondering what she is at this point. What I think I gave mean? it a one. <laughs> She's some sort of Lemure. Um, 17 for Jonor. Uh, Killian was 17. Very nice, Killian. Um, Grinna... Uh, what was yours? Grinna was 18. Tithla was 10. <laughs> Theodore was 2. <laughs> e. E. <laughs> I'm going in this turn, baby. At the end, I realize, but I'm going. <laughs> I realize I've only done 11s and 12s this whole session. Gee, that's crazy. Even my initiative was 12. Whoa! 19 <laughs> for the succubus. Fuck yeah. All right, so here's how it goes down. Um, because you said that you were running up the wall, Luther, I will get you, you... You can do your movement, but you won't have any actions or bonus actions as you sprint up the wall. But as you get to, mm -hmm. the, to the top, the elevator is moving very slowly. Obviously, it's in terrible condition. It's not been, excuse me, not been well maintained. It's not working very well. It is rather slow. As she watches you run up the sides of the wall, uh, Luther, she gives a bit of a wry smile. Oh, honey, can't get enough of me. That's okay. You'll be a bit busy with your friends, I think. And she looks down at Tithla, goes, "Hi, cutie," and blows a kiss to you. Uh, Tithla, can I have to get a wisdom saving throw. No, get away! Get away! Get away! Please Get fail away. this. No. Please fail this. If all of you pass these fucking wisdom saves. Come on. Yes. 20. Fuck you. 20. What is this? Yes. What is this? None of you rolled below a 17. It's a, it's a hard DC, and yet you still all rolled above it. Oh my god. Mallow, I tried my best, man. Like, the dice gods are not, they do not want this encounter to happen tonight, so that's okay. Don't worry, the succubus isn't going anywhere then, clearly. Um, as she fails again, you watch as her face takes on this rather angry look. The horns almost like bursting with this slight pinkish flame. She like, looks down, very disappointed. Huh. You lot aren't as, uh... Yeah. Gonna be a bit of a challenge for me, I think. Well, that's okay. This'll be so fun. I look forward to uh, catching up with you at some point in the future. Well... Ta-ta! And she is going to fly up uh, to the top of the dome. And that is her full turn as she flies uh, 30 feet. 60 feet, sorry. So she flies up off the elevator and disappears from sight over the uh, the mouth of the uh, entrance. Uh, next up in the initiative order is Grinna. The elevator with her, as soon as she leaves it, the elevator stops halfway up. It is within jumping distance. If you wanted to jump up and grab the floor of the elevator, pull yourself up and then jump to the first floor and pull yourself up to that you could do it yeah I i'm gonna do that please amazing could i please get you to roll me a uh athletics or acrobatics check your choice yeah athletics. yeah did that come through 23 it could it's just standing jump grab onto the top of the platform pull yourself up <gasps> do a squat jump up Put yourself up. You can see that she's just left the front door. Um, she was not expecting anyone to be following her. As you <laughs> use your movement to, to catch up to her, she turns around genuinely surprised as she has just left the front door. Um, and as you step out, you can get up to within merely range of her. Right, I, I, I want to grapple her. Okay, nice. Uh, make me... Let's her back down the hole. 
<laughs> You're coming in my hole. As he reaches. What? <laughs> what? What's wrong? Sorry, what? what? What's wrong? Is that not what? Holy shit! Um, as Grinner rushes <laughs> up with his. Coming in my hole. He screams at the succubus. <laughs> <laughs> we got right, the name right. of. We got the name of the episode, boys. Uh, can I? <laughs> They'll get the right kind of views on YouTube. That will get, I reckon, some, I, look, I would click on that. <laughs> coming in my hole. If someone said, like, Curse of Stroud 5th Edition, episode 36, come in my hole, I'd be like, huh, that is incongruous. What happened in that session? Let's find out. Um, I'm going to get you to uh, roll me a grapple check, please, Grinner. Grapple check. How do I do that again? Uh, so it's essentially uh, you roll a um, athletics check. And she can either roll a, um, a dexterity or a strength. Actually, no, it's a strength. I think it's a strength saving throw. Give me a quick second. I put it open. I need to just have this open every time you do stuff, basically, because you <laughs> can just grapple every single time. Um, do, do. So, um, the grapple places. You need to make an athletics check. She can make a uh, athletics or acrobatics check to try and prevent herself being grappled by you. Oh, it's a bad one. Uh, that's a twelve. Oh, it's an eleven for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you just better. you just wrap your arms around her and hold her in place, and then do you scream in her face? Um, well, I, I do get a second attack. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, hang on. Have I, through any of this process, used my bonus action yet? No. Okay, I'd like to rage, please. <laughs> See, so I love this idea of like, you're like, ha, pull yourself up, ha, pull yourself up. See her rush towards her, pull her in a bear hug, and they go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Come in my home! It's a adrenaline issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, we, yeah. You, you rage, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Anything uh, else on I, your turn? Uh, I'm just going to... I can't... I, there has to be an attack, so I'm just going to, yeah, continue to grapple to all of my grapply ability. Brilliant. I think you can get one attack, and you can literally just punch her in the face if you want you to. Could, yeah, you could, you could yeah, headbutt or punch her. Okay, yeah, great. Make me, make me an unarmed strike. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, as, cool. as you wrap her up in a hug, oh... I didn't know you were, and then you shut her up as you smash her in the face with your head. <laughs> That's enough. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Um, interesting. Like catch one of her horns or something. Yeah, as as you smash into the horn, her head doesn't even like clip back, and you just sort of like move your head back. Your vision's swimming for a second as your head kind of like Whoa, as you feel very ill for a moment. Uh, next up, Killian. I am going to move to the elevator. Yeah, I'm you guys would have heard up. me rage out, by the way, just ah. so you know that. <laughs> ah, come in my hole! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, this is a very different session. <laughs> uh, just for everyone at home, this is much more in line of what we were like before we went live and it's nice to know we've regressed back to that it was think, bad um, before we went live i think as well it's very clear from uh, what i'm seeing in chat that this is exactly yeah. what mallow wanted from this encounter uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's living out some fantasy for him <laughs> oh man they're loving it they're loving it <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sorry, right, isn't that a group fantasy thing? Is that, yeah, or is that just, yeah. no, that's not everyone? Okay. Killian, you rush to the elevator, uh, you jump up and pull yourself onto the top and then pull yourself up. Actually, oh, oh, he's got what better I'm going to do is, as I get to the elevator, I open up the jug of blood and sort of pull it out with my hand and sort of whip it around myself in a, cir- in a circular formation. I look up to the top of the tower as I descend into the blood and appear up the top as I use Misty Step. And as, I, step. Hit, as I fall out, Nice. I'll, I'll summon two blood daggers into my hand, similar to Esmeralda's ones, oh, and nice. I'll throw them towards her using Eldridge Blast. Amazing. As you basically drop from the roof in this pool of blood that forms on the ceiling, summon these daggers and then flick them quick, rapidly through the air as they fly towards her. Um, Grinna, you feel the wave of these, the, the air, <laughs> as they fly past you. Um... What have we got? Have they come through? Not yet. The That's right, you just called it. A, eighteen to hit, and eighteen's a... gonna hit. Ugh. Fifteen to hit. Fifteen to hit. Uh, they actually both hit. Ooh. I mean, she so... was scantily clad. <laughs> so that's twelve points of force damage and seven points of force damage. Oh, very nice. Nineteen to hit. Brilliant. I will mark those off. Because of the... I keep forgetting to say that because of um, the demon element of the blood, I don't actually ever leave a blood trail or anything. It sort of fizzles out yeah. and evaporates sort of thing. So I don't ever leave a trail. Yeah, it's almost like a shadowy after image of blood that disappears and fades. No, I love that. Yeah, you, as these daggers spear into her shoulders, which are the only things that Grin is not standing in front of, basically. It is... Ah! Huh. Interesting. Does the devil hold your contract, my dear? We could perhaps come to an agreement. I've made one too many deals. I do not want to make any more. Thank you. No, very nice. Uh, Anything else in your turn, Killian? Uh, Nope, that's me doing. Journal. A gold-tinted wing set pops out from his back, seeing that elevator get rise upwards and looking like he's going to get trapped in there he just flutters those things and tries to fly up as fast as he can he just like whooshes all the bits around him all the all the dust and paper sort of flies around and he scoots on up like a couple four or five big woofs gets them up up through the uh the hole yeah I, um, you ascend through the hole in a flurry of golden light and angelic feathers do i have enough movement to get myself out of the tower. What's your fly speed with your wings? Ah, uh, thirty. It's same as moving. Then no. Um, the roof is about, I'd say, like ten feet up. Uh maybe just 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, but y- yeah, you could. You get right next to Grinna at the entrance to the tower. You could just get yourself outside the tower. For sure. At that point, I'm going to say, "You deceptive oh. little lady, you should get back in that hole." I <laughs> cast a suggestion. Oh, so awkward. It's very uh, <laughs> uh yeah, she'll make a wisdom saving throw. Uh what's your DC fifteen? Are you fucking kidding me? Back in the hole. I should get back in the hole. 
<laughs> and she tries to move against Grinner's arms towards the tower. Uh, Grinner, um, we could, she's trying to she's trying to wiggle her way back back in. You know, do what you want. Um, that's it for me. Uh, alrighty, <laughs> Luther, you're up next. The one thing I will remind you that I forgot to mention, um, Killian, I will get you to quickly roll me a. Um, acrobatics or athletics check because i've just realized you could not have cast misty step inside the tower there is a field of anti-magic inside the tower ah but you could have you could have still done electric blast because you can get outside that you can get to the front door and get outside the front door but i will get you to roll me a quick uh athletics or acrobatics check just to get yourself outside the tower to have cast um Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a natural one. That's, that's for me shouting karma at you earlier. That's a natural one. Um, Killian, as you go to cast Misty Step and like you, you, you're prepared to like jump into it, you're ready to go. You know how the spell works. As you jump into the Misty Step, you just crash into the roof. Yeah, Mario style, like crash into the roof of the elevator and then oh. smash down onto the ground. Unfortunately, that amazingly oh. cool moment with the daggers uh, <laughs> doesn't happen. Yeah. I, I, that's, I oh, no. I, that, that happened in my head. In your head, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As Killian is then prone on the ground next to you guys. <laughs> at the bottom oh, of the tower. Is, yeah, because your concussion caused you to have like sort of like <laughs> yeah. almost like... Uh, delusions of grandeur. Delusions. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, just, you just hear me mutter under my breath, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear like in the background wouldn't it be nice if I was useful <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay so I'm halfway up the wall yeah I'm gonna run it's 30 feet you said so 15 feet I'm up now you were at the top of the tower so oh, sorry oh, the top of that floor so, so you've got your full 30 feet at the time that you get there so you, once you get to the, yep. the ground floor you've got 30 feet to move alright so yeah I come up and I see Jonor cast the suggestion yep. successfully. Yeah, looks like it. I'm gonna quickly talk to Jonor. Jonor, what? What? Do, should I shoot her? Do, you just cast a spell. What should I do? I guess be very. She's quick. trying to get back in, uh, get back into the dungeon. But you know, uh, we we attack her. She's probably just gonna go haywire. I can't, I can't really hold her down if she gets hit. So should I hold off for now and let her just get down, back into the to the cellar Ooh. at least she can probably just get out we should probably just kill her to be fair okay i thought i was just being polite i'll shoot her then <laughs> um i'm gonna run out just past here yep and i'm gonna actually sort of scale i'm gonna run up the the tower a little bit just so i've got a bit more like yeah um high high vantage points and i'm just gonna yeah shoot to uh bullets at her i guess as i pull out my sword i'm um, not my sword my pistol yeah go for it so 26 to hit for the first one. 26 is going to hit. Uh, so 11 piercing damage on that one. And the other one is 28 piercing damage. My God. Uh, alrighty. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Do we want to do anything else? That all happens. Suggestion no, does break on, on damage, by the way. Uh, as soon as the bullets strike into her, she sort of shakes her head and goes, very clever, very clever. But unfortunately, not clever enough. That's fine. I'm going to end my turn there. Cool. Tithla! Hello! Tithla 
takes one step forward and then looks up at the platform that everyone else is within reach. Yeah. But for her, no. is not. Yeah. Unless you were to stand on Dracob, Dracob's back. And that's not happening. We're not going to disrespect Dracob like that. Oh, me, you're what we're going to do... On me. <laughs> we're going to, fist over fist, just climb the rope straight up. Uh, well, that's what we're going to attempt to. Would you like acrobatics or athletics check, please? Oh, I can do acrobatics. That'll be better. Uh, we would call that a natural twenty. <laughs> Tithler, um, you climb those ropes deftly, surely, and nimbly, and you reach the top of the <laughs> platform quickly, efficiently, with barely, barely out of breath, just ready to rumble. Huzzah! Yeah, huzzah. <laughs> uh, and how, was that a movement or was that like a bonus That's action? That's movement, or? yeah. Lovely, even better. Uh, then we'll start by casting Hunter's Mark. Brilliant. Just to mark this baby. And I don't know why when I hit cast it rolls, but I didn't want that. My apologies. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, and then we're just going to sh- try and shoot her, I think. Is, is there a clear line of sight? Or she's being held at the moment, isn't she? Grin has got a grapples, but there's a clear line of sight. Um, uh, is, is she is she trying to hurt us or what's happening? Yes, get the bitch. I'm trying to leave, my lovely little lady, if you'd let me. Now Tisla doesn't know what to do because... Um, but wait, why is she trying to leave? Just fucking shoot her. Please don't, shoot her! Please, please don't shoot me, Tithra. I, I just want to leave. I don't yeah, want to drop, be drop here. The <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Tithra, who has never cast an insight check and will never cast an insight <laughs> check. <laughs> go, oh, um, and she's just going to then like head over just to be closer and see what the go <laughs> is and not shoot at her. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for that incredible roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, thank you. Thank you, little one. I would like to leave if, if, you, if you could get your friends to let go of me. What? I, I'm not going to tell them what to do, and I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I think maybe, like, you should not have tried to trap us down there and we can I, talk I about it. I never was trying to trap you down there. I was just trying to leave. You are trying to run away from us. Yes, I am. I'm trying to leave. You, you, you're scary. You're, this one who's manhandling me grabbed my arm viciously down in the pit. Well, I mean, I do trust him, okay? You're not going to turn me against him. I'm not trying to turn you against him, but he, he, he hurt my arm. I just want to leave. Okay, well... Has he told you about the time that he was in the stocks and what I did that I'm not very proud of? Uh, Theo, it's your turn. What would you like to do? <laughs> your muted Mute. yep, brother yep, has. Yep. <laughs> um... Remind me, because I've been playing too much Pathfinder and Baldur's Gate. Jumping, bonus action or full action? in Movement. In Movement, very good. Um, I would like to finally use my, my Mirthful Leaps feature hey. for, for a big old jump um, and launch myself up either onto the, the platform or for, like, up yeah. out of this whole How thing. How high can you launch with Mirthful Leaps? So I can roll a d8 and add that to the number of feet that you can usually high jump, which I don't actually know off the top of my head. That's okay. So I can I can pull that open. Um, so do you want to roll your d8? I do. Four feet more. 
when you make a high jump, you leap into the air a number of feet uh, equal to uh, your three plus your strength modifier. What's your strength modifier? Plus one. So a total eight feet up. Pretty yeah. decent vertical leap, really. So, yeah, uh, eight feet up. That's actually very impressive. Uh, Straight yeah, ball, I mean, yeah. Eight feet is enough for you to <clears throat> jump and pretty much get... I said the roof was ten feet up. I mean, that's eight feet. You can, like... Oh, like sort of get your your stomach caught on the edge of the of the um the landing and pull yourself up onto the onto the landing i I'd, I'd say that's absolutely fine as you pull yourself up to the uh, the landing next to oh well where where tithler was as tithler then moves up next to this cubus. so what, what, what do i see once i'm i'm up there yeah grin is currently holding this lady in a bear hug um tithler's sort of calmly walked over to have a chat to her Luther has his pistol leveled pointing at her and Jonor has his spellbook out and is flicking through his spellbook rapidly looking at spells I would say is probably accurate hey Jonor? Yep alright well then I will use my bonus action to turn myself into a Bjornling yep and at that point kind of just hold off and try and get a bit of a lay of the land and see what's what, what, what the team's up to at, the, at this point Perfect. Alrighty. Uh, okay. <laughs> On the succubus's go, she's going to make a um, acrobatics check contest- contested by your strength check to try and escape. Grinner, could you please roll me an athletics check? Uh, because you are raging, I believe you have advantage, unfortunately. I do, thankfully. Oh, oh no. 12 and an 8. Grinner. You watch as she wriggles out from your grip, gives you a smile, a little peck on the cheek, and then you watch as she vanishes again, same as before, almost disappearing out of sight and view fading away into nothingness. Not a spell, is it? Uh, It is not a spell. It is magic, but it's not a spell. Mm. Yeah. Actually, it's it's not even technically... It's, yeah, it's not, it's not a spell. It's just an action she can do. Or just, a, just an ability she has. Given... Uh, yes. Uh, given that she didn't move very far last time she did that, Grin yeah. is wildly looking around as well. Cool. Alrighty. Uh, that is her full go, as she does stuff that you can't see. Uh, Grinna, you'll go next. Uh, yeah, I'm spending my entire time rage searching for her. Would you like to make me a perception or investigation check, please? I'm oh, going to say with disadvantage would. because you are raging. <laughs> Angrily, sir. Uh, oh, maybe not with disadvantage. Just, just roll, just roll normally because there could be like the rage could be giving you an intensity to your search. Let's say twenty. As you begin frantically looking around, Grinner, you can hear the sound of wings flapping from above. How high can I you see don't, you at don't all? Know. You can't okay. see her anywhere. You can't see her, but you can hear the sound of flapping wings. Good, good, good. I'm I'm going to grab Tithla and throw her as hard as I can <laughs> in the direction of the wings. Uh, amazing. Tithla, are you resisting this at all? <laughs> Never. Never. Okay. Never. I want to note Hello. that I'm sure I would innately be able to assist in this somehow because of my hunter's mark being able to track where she is. Yeah. Yeah, so um, be able to lean and help direct the touch. Put your hand up, and like it's over this way. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> left two degrees, up one, fire. 
Uh, Gruner, could you please make me a, I guess this is an improvised thrown weapon? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I guess it kind of fits in here, like throwing a javelin. 100%. I like to think Tithler's a weapon. Yeah. (laughs) 15 is the uh, armor class. (laughs) (laughs) Tithler, you suddenly smash into something uh, above as you, you, essentially as you you fly up in the air, there's a moment of... um, of weightlessness and as you get close suddenly she phases back into existence having uh, sort of faded out into this sort of like semi um semi-invisible state so the the way that i should explain this normally so succubi succubi can fade into ethereums they can fade into the border ethereum however in barovia you're locked into that plane so she she can't leave into the ethereal plane fully so she's sort of like semi phasing out of existence but not enough to be completely hidden oh, in the border ethereal. That's cool. Nice. Because, well, because the rules of Barovia are if you do not have permission from Strahd, you mm. cannot leave. She doesn't have permission from Strahd. <laughs> so she can't leave this plane. Um, so I, I'm sort of like... Step works? What was that, sorry? Does that impact how Misty Step works? No, because Misty Step, tra- you don't leave the plane. You just transport from one location to another. It's just like a teleportation. Oh, okay. But any any like plane shift, um, mm. anything like that is problematic yeah. in Barovia. Mm. Um, <laughs> Tithla, as she begins to phase <laughs> in and out of reality, you just really? smash into her, traveling at high speed. As you like clutch onto her, her wings flapping, she looks down at you and goes, Oh, are you coming with me, dear? I, you, you need to come back now. No, no, let's keep going. Back we go. And she keeps flying with you, holding onto her. Uh, that's oh, Corinna's no. go. Uh, Killian. <laughs> It's your go. You're just down in the pit with Jacob and uh, Esmeralda. <laughs> oh no, Killian! That hurt. Um, I thought I had a really good attack on her, but not. actually, Killian, I... for Esmeralda's go, she lowers the elevator and then steps onto it with you, and then at the end of her turn, she raises the elevator up halfway. Thank you very much. Um, we'll put that down that I did the really cool thing and she knocked me back into the hole. I, think. I, d- I don't know what you're talking about. Um, we, what are we doing? Are we are we hunting down this woman? The rest seem to be doing that. Well, and she she appears to be some sort of demon creature. You were trained by a hunter, so yes. No, actually, we've never fought, I've never fought demons before. It's been like werewolves. They're vampires. not very nice. They're they're a bit like um they're a bit like fae. They make horrible deals with you and try to corner you into a life you don't want to lead and as the elevator gets to stop I just run out the door <laughs> that seems rather personal and <laughs> she disappears <laughs> at the front um, Drakeab also gets off the uh, the elevator at this point and is on the, the first floor landing um, Killian uh, you see looking at the tower Grinner, Jonor and Luther all looking up into the air can I see Tifla? Uh, not until you rush out the front. As you do and look up, you can see Tithla cling onto the, the wings of... I say, like, the, the torso of this woman whose large bat-like wings are flying. How flapping, high are we? Uh, at the moment, about 20 feet. Oh, okay. Oh, not too bad. Uh, I will pull my hand around as the blood comes out and forms to almost like Ninja Star-style... Ah, shuriken. Weapons. Shurikens! And I will lob them towards... Her using a blast. Fantastic. What's what's thought, Naruto's shuriken just... attack? The Russ the Russ and Shuriken. Russ and Shuriken. What's what would what's blood in Japanese? 
look it up. Tell me now. I want to invent a new, a new anime style technique. 19 and 13. 13 doesn't hit. The first shuriken misses, but 19 hits. That will be six points of force damage. Brilliant. Chi, uh, apparently, Owen. What was that? Sorry? It's a chi. Chi. Oh. Okay. That's kind According of Google Translate. Yeah, I don't believe that. Um, I mean, it could be. Look, it's probably right. <laughs> Who am I to tell a multinational <laughs> conglomerate AI company fucking <laughs> takes over the world Google that it's wrong? I'll probably be murdered in my sleep now by AI when they come to power for daring to question our robot overlords. But um, yeah, that's, that's some damage, Killian. Very nice. Six damage. Brilliant. Uh, have you guys ever heard about Roku's? You guys ever heard about Roku's basilisk? Let me talk about Roku's basilisk sometime. That'll uh, yeah. that's no. I've already then we're. I hate knowing that I know it because <laughs> you're now dead. Yeah, I'm fucked. I, yeah. I'm not coding any AI. <laughs> if anyone, if anyone doesn't know what Roku's basilisk is, um, it's an existential horror thought experiment where if you know what it is, either you now have to help create Roku's basilisk, or if you don't you'll be horribly murdered and tortured. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's just, it's just a thought experiment about, like, taking logic to the most extreme, un, sort of, like, realistic point. But look it up. It's very interesting. I think it's Kyle does a really good video on it. It's very funny. Yeah. I thought it was an avatar thing, but that's my turn. <laughs> that's your turn? <laughs> it's, oh, that'd be amazing. I should, in, I should introduce Roku's Basilisk as a monster in D&D. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Like a false Hydra. Um, alrighty. Jonor, it's your turn. Seeing Kithla just getting flown up into the air, Jonah yeah. also flaps after. Fireball. Gets up. Uh. <laughs> up side by side. I, I sort of follow after her. Tithla's hanging on. I fly to her, like, right to her face. And I say, <laughs> can you please take Tithla down to the ground and just wait there for, like, ten minutes? She holds up and her hands, gonna, showing that she's... Oh, suggestion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she'll make another wisdom save. Again. Yeah, no, no, no. Very nice. Uh, DC 15? Yeah. 16, Jonor. Fucking oh, fine. No. Um, she holds Damn up her hands that. and goes, you'll have to talk to your little goblin friend. I'm not doing anything. She's the one holding on to me. As you see Tithla clinging on for dear life around uh, the waist of this succubus. Um, seeing her not do what I say, I use my telekinetic push or pull just to, I just pull her closer towards me just to try to shove her, just to rattle her a little bit. Ooh, that's, I might get Tithla to make me an acrobatics check to avoid being shaken off. Done. That's a oh. nine. <laughs> you watch as Tithla <laughs> as Jonah pulls the succubus. Tithla hangs in the air just for a moment and then gravity reasserts itself and Tithla drops 20 does the Does the succubus get pulled towards us? Towards uh, Jonah in the air, yeah. I think I have to make a check though. Uh, yeah, strength oh, yeah. 15, I think. So, Tifla, I'll roll for strength, depending but it's if a she's minus able one. to, depending on whether or not she's actually That's able to withstand it. Okay. That's a nine. That's a fail. <laughs> uh, you watched as the sucky bit. I, I knew it was a strength check, and I was like, oh, it's a natural. It's a, it's a minus one on that. She's not going to do very well. She's got an eight strength, but yeah, nine. Uh, as the sucky bit gets pulled closer to Jonor, Tifla just and uh, drops. Let me just quickly calculate uh, full damage 5e calculator for you, Tithla. It's not going to be too feet. bad. It's 20 feet, one I think six. it's 2d6 maybe? Yeah, for every 10 yeah, feet you take 1d6. Could I please get your army 2d6, yeah. Tithla? How'd you go, Jacob? 
He's concentrating so hard. Sorry, my beautiful partner called me and I just quickly answered the phone. Uh, I missed you it. absolutely do not have your priority straight. Uh, <laughs> I need you to roll me 2d6. Yeah, I, I can do that. I don't want to be dumped is my priority. <laughs> Which, to me, pretty good priority. I didn't realize that was still on the line. That's um, <laughs> that's terrifying for you. <laughs> 10 damage. Tithla, you take 10 bludgeoning damage as you drop 20 feet and smash into the, into the earth. Easy. Uh, anything else in your turn, Journal? That's it. Uh, alrighty. Luther. Cool. I am on the wall at the moment of the tower, yes. so I'm going to move just above. I'll put myself here, so it's like I'm just above Killian. I'm going to yep. get within line of her, so I'm looking at her like... Yeah, easy done. Eyesight, eyesight. She's 15 feet away. Yep. Cool. I'm going to bonus action... Um, quick toss and then toss a net at her trying to restrain her very Whoa. nice I believe that is a um, so it's an actual range attack yeah range attack with the net so let me just if it's a one it gets me 100% <laughs> Please be um, it's, it's only going to hit her unless it's a cool. one alright so I'm going to roll the dice so this is plus nine one natural one, Jono. You've 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 absolutely jinxed it, Jono. It has to be Primed a natural one. It. No, it'll be an eleven or twelve. Twenty-five. <laughs> Twenty-five. Uh, a the different. net <laughs> the net wraps around her and she drops out of the air, plummeting down. She is also going to take two d six. Jacob, could you roll me another two d six? I think it's only appropriate, seeing as you just took the last set of full damage. I would love to. Ah, there we go. Nine. Nine. Very nice. Nine. Excellent. Anything else in your turn, Luther? Oh, I'm going to unload on her with my bullets. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What, what, why is that weird? <laughs> Mate, come on. Um, but At least he didn't all... say unload his shot on her. That would have been bad. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but all my uh, shots are going to be... So also quickly, so I was able to uh, do 15 max range of the net because of sharpshooter. Yes. So I don't get any of those anymore. So I'm going to unload on her and all of these are going to be with sharpshooting because it's with advantage because of the restrained uh, condition. Yeah. Um, so, so you're yeah. shooting your loader. Yeah, I'm shooting your load. Good aim. Twenty nine. I crit. Uh, yeah, that's gonna do some damage. Um, that's and fourteen it takes damage. The, it's actually pl- it's more than that. So you take the foot the first damage because you roll the two. Yeah, so, so it's, it's fourteen it's plus 10, another 14, 10. 24 plus another ten, so thirty four damage with the one shot. Um, that's a lot. Because it's ten from the sharpshooter. Because I made sure to sharpshoot this. So um, 29 Luther. Luther. Okay. That's a big shot that just exploded all over. Luther, it. how do you want to do this? Because that's two over her health. That's two. That's two over HP. That's it. Like, oh my god, I had another three shots as well. I could have thrown. That's, in. that's it. Like, rip, rip, Chad's monster. How do you want to do <laughs> this? Very nonchalant for someone with such low health. I have so to I say, up. all of you passing your charms, very disappointing. Very, that very was, disappointing. That and the big, first one I did was big. Esmeralda, and Esmeralda got a natural twenty, and I was like, "Well, that's not a that's not a good start." Because <laughs> <laughs> she was gonna like essentially she's like, oh, I'll charm it. Esmeralda, so that Esmeralda could be like, "Oh yeah, no, this is my friend. Like, let's free her." And she's gonna try and work with Esmeralda, try and trick Esmeralda into letting her free. But I got a natural twenty on Esmeralda, so I was like, "Well, shit, wow, <laughs> that's not good." Uh, yeah, describe what you do, please, Jared. So yeah, um, I run up the the tower. Um, I, as I'm running up, I pull out the net. She's sort of having a monologue with Jonah at the moment. I sort of take her by surprise and just throw the net on her. 
um, causing her like her wings to get tangled up. She now suddenly not being able to sort of keep herself upright, like up in the air. She plummets down, takes that damage, um, and then I just sort of look and go, oh, well, sorry, sorry about this. Uh, you're a fiend, so you know how it is." And then I just pop one right through her like skull. As the it's a bullet, clean shot right through the middle of her forehead. Uh, yeah, as the bullet punctures through her head, whips back. And you watch as blood begins to dribble out as her head like lurches Ooh. forward again. You, you know what? Could I add a little bit of pana- panache on this? As I sort of say this, I sort of think on Lysander for a second. And because to explain the massive damage I just just did, I would like it to flavorful as the bullets like going through the air. It's almost like very subtle, but it just has this almost like... Um, sort of like heavenly energy that sort of coalesces around it and causes it to have a bit more punch. Yeah, I, I can describe that. As the bullet strikes back, the head sort of plunges backwards and loops forwards. And as she slowly raises her head up, you watch as one of her eyes moves independently and looks up at you. As this burn begins to move across, almost like this red energy, this, actually, I'm going to say this golden energy burning from the center well, where the bullet struck her head. It's almost like I'm almost picturing my head now. Like you know, has anyone watched Supernatural when they use that gun? Yes. To shoot yeah, yeah, yeah. The cult. It's exactly I'm what I was describing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. No, sorry, sorry. That's so no, no, okay. Um, as the as the almost like this burn section begins to spread, she looks up at you and goes, <laughs> "I'll be back. You're just sending me back to the nine hells. I was summoned." Oh, no, I've, I've got more. I've got more bullets here. So by all means, pop by anytime. I'll be coming <laughs> for you, sweetie. I've and already got watch... someone else coming for me as well, so Tata, <laughs> join the line. Uh, you watch as the as I remember the <laughs> begin to push out the charcoal-like appearance moving across as she fades into ash, crumbling to dust in front of you. Owen? Hello. She can't leave the plane. Where's she going? You don't know. That's that's mm. a very good question, actually. That's a mystery for us. That is you far more frightening. You don't know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know where she's. I know where she's going. Way worse. Way worse. Um, and that is where we're going to wrap up for tonight because we've already gone a little bit over our normal time. So that is where we'll wrap up. Thank you, uh, Mallow Gallo Talatim, for summoning that succubus. I am sorry <laughs> that the dice gods were against um, that particular encounter, but don't worry because a creature that's been summoned from the hells and brought here, but has not been permission to not been given permission to return to the hells can't leave Barovia so we'll see how that pans out in the future from everyone here tonight thank you so much we will see you all again really really soon if you're watching this on YouTube please consider hitting that uh, like button subscribe button or leaving a comment we'd love to hear about a, a similar story an RPG story something fun you've done during a session something crazy um, share share a story and I'll read it out at the beginning of the sessions. Um, for those of you in Brisbane, make sure that you come and check out the Collector's Market on Sunday. It's going to be lots and lots of fun. That's Sunday the 15th in Brisbane at the uh, Distillery Road Markets. It's going to be really, really cool. But uh, that's, that's it, everybody, for now. We will see you all again really, really soon. But until then, stay safe, stay well. See you guys all again later. Goodbye! Bye, everyone. Bye.